0: Alrighty guys, welcome back. Episode 2 here of the Collegiate Outdoorsman podcast. Um, As always, it's your hosts Sam and Kyle. This episode got a little something different for you. Um, We were lucky enough to have a couple very special guests come in. Last week we were able to sit down and record the chunk of the podcast. Um, Levi and Landon Paulson, uh, two twin brothers, just finished up playing football at the University of Iowa this last fall. And um, they were nice enough guys to come in and sit down and talk hunting and fishing and conservation and a little bit of their playing days with Sam and I. So uh, really appreciative of them. We really had a riot with them. They kind of just were all over the place with the conversation. We totally let them lead it and uh, kind of tell their story. So hopefully you guys enjoyed as much as we did.
1: You bet. Well, we can get started. Yeah, this, here. If we Let's haven't already. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean we
0: kind of got completely. That was that was fun. I oh I my gosh! Did I you Chris record? You we're we're recording some of it. All there, right. Yeah.
1: Good. Good. No, so we. Uh, I was on I was on an interview today, and I mean I got this girl so off topic. <laughs> I didn't even realize we got so off topic. Yeah. Just, We like talking. Yeah, you guys are good talkers. You guys did
0: the washed up right, didn't you? Yeah. How was yep. that? That was good. Yeah.
1: And we played with all those guys. That's what I was gonna say. They're like, friends. Like we yeah. started a. We started a crawfish boil, four years ago now, and we have it every single year, and that's like.
0: It, was, kind of like a, it you know, know, was like a get good get them back together
1: get, kind of get thing. Iowa football players together after the spring game. Yeah, and like guys just had a good time, and it was just like pretty controlled. Like we had a really good time, but it was like yeah, it was controlled. Nobody it was, could drive. You yeah, know. It, but it was a riot. Oh my gosh, a lot was of fun. fun. And those guys were at the start of the crawfish bowl. All, oh all yeah, those guys, Tyler. Oh okay. gosh. Gotcha. So pretty much we get this giant eighty quart pot, like this big, and we buy. Well, first year we bought 60, and yep. then we bought 120 the next two or three years. Crawfish? Pound, crawfish. Pounds, pounds, yeah.
0: Wow. They're pounds. sent
1: up from There's, Louisiana Live. From to oh, yeah, you guys aren't messing pound. around. No, so they're sent up overnight from Louisiana. Yeah. And you guys get, put this together? You hold indeed. up,
2: hold up. Maybe we should start so we can, like. Yeah. This sounds like a we're, great we're story. So. Are we good?
1: Yeah, just go ahead. Yeah, so we we wanted to have, you know, I my girlfriend's family is from Louisiana, or from Alabama, sorry. Okay. They're from down south. And it was kind of a, you know, we went down there for spring break one of, one of the first two years on campus and uh, it was just a different culture down there. You know, everything from the food they eat to the things they did, you know, and so like Casey's Pizza in the Midwest, Mm -hmm. you know, you call up and, and I'm making an example here. So in the Midwest, we call up Casey's Pizza. Yeah, take a large Supreme and a large meat lovers. Thanks. I'll be ready in 45 minutes. So they get on the phone, my girlfriend's family from Alabama, and uh, they get on the phone. Yeah, I'd like to order 60 pounds of crawfish. Oh, that'll be ready in 45 minutes. Wow. wow. For one family. For one family. That's crazy. Yeah, they ordered like... Less than an 50, hour. Like Yeah, they oh, yeah. ordered like 50 or 60 pounds of crawfish.
0: Well, they said that, I mean, well, you guys played cultural, like Joe Burrow, like when he went down to louisiana or whatever and he was on his uh interview with coach ogeron and they were at a restaurant and they wanted crawfish and they didn't have any and he just called someone it was there oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> wait he just called his guy he's like hey need some and he's crawfish. like all right half hour it'll be there and they cooked it up you know like yeah. it's just a totally totally it's different deal. it's a
1: different culture you know and they threw it out all over the table and they had the neighbors over and everything left with, over yeah there was corn and but everything left over they you know they peeled all of them and yep and saved them for dishes, like, for later on, leftovers yeah, okay. for later on the week. Like, yeah. they make... Pasta from, dish or... Yeah. <laughs> Pasta, whatever, you know. And yeah. So, anyways, I came back from that, and, like, we might have posted pictures on Facebook or something. Because, yeah. you know, my girlfriend was visiting her family, that she doesn't see hardly off, hardly ever. And uh, one of the football players, Ike Butger, is... Ike's still with the Bills, right? Mm, I can't remember. I can't remember who he's with. He's going to have a kid, actually. But, anyways, he's like, "Man, you need to do one of those up here." And I'm like, "Really?" Yeah, we asked yeah. them. We're like, "What do you think about a crawfish boil?" He's like, <laughs> "Oh, really?" You know, started looking it. them together. So, me and Landon, Landon bought the eighty quart pot and, and the hundred twenty thousand BTU burner. Yep. Hooked it up to a propane, you know, and we'd planned it so that at the end of spring ball, I mean, spring ball for us is like five weeks long. Five weeks long. It's pretty, five, is that a grind? Oh yeah, yeah. prep fifteen practices, but Full it's pads. five weeks long, so it's more mentally draining and psychologically. Yeah, because right. you're practicing three times a week, but you're meeting like three or four times a week on those off days right. and the days that you're practicing. It's just it gets to be so much. And so. spring is the time where you have the most course load, you know, and so it's yeah, because like, you're
0: probably really light in the fall.
1: Oh yeah travel Absolutely. and everything but so anyways we and we're like are you guys really want to do this and me and I started looking at the crawfish prices and we're like whoo like expensive i mean we oh, were, yeah <laughs> it was probably like seven six seven or eight dollars a pound no i'd say wow. six or seven dollars six or seven yeah still yeah. six or seven dollars a, a pound really so if <laughs> how old how, how
0: old are you guys it's so time? we're
1: eight eighteen 19? Yeah. Push, oh, leadership. you were young. Um, you were young. 19. Oh, yeah. I think we were set going into our, or this was our second spring ball. Second spring yep. ball. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of a. <laughs> but, anyways.
0: That like... speaks to you guys is just how you are. Like to talk to people yeah, and
1: people. Yeah. And that's, you know, that, you know, that goes back to our, you know, our major. Like that enterprise leadership major, like, has allowed us to think like entrepreneurs, like, small business like you yeah. know and it's really like just connecting with people
0: because that's kind of thing like you hear like yeah, oh probably the seniors put it on and right on he was like 19 like hey <laughs> want to come hang out you know
1: but it was uh a lot of fun <laughs> the first year we ordered 60 pounds and what we figured out was we're like what watching the the prices of crawfish online just like Seven, what can we afford? Seven dollars a pound. Like, what can we afford? Well, so this is up
2: here, right? Yep. Yeah. So it, what was like shipping prices? And listen. All
1: that? So Louisiana Crawford's Company. If you guys ever want to do it, uh-huh. you gotta go. Through them. They you gotta go through them. They're okay. a great company, family owned and operated. Like, great people, good great, business model, great customer service, great business model. Yeah. So everything's we, included in we the did, pound price. Yep. Everything's included in the per pound price. So oh, it was wow. like seven dollar. This was. This was when's easter i don't even know first weekend in april yeah second there second, Sunday, second this year this second, second yeah. so we were like looking at prices of and crawfish season goes from january to like june or mm-hmm. july we're like looking at prices and we're like what the heck like that seems like steep yeah you know and and uh <laughs> we look after easter and prices drop like two two dollars or something it was like Oh, that's like way more affordable. Yeah. So if you're going to get crawfish in the Midwest, like Dude, after, Easter. after Easter is a, a good time, you know, and they have deals and stuff going on all the time and party packs and stuff like this. But we figured out that after Easter and, you know, spring games after Easter, uh-huh. like you know, prices were going to go down and they did. Mm-hmm. And first year we ended up ordering 60 pounds of crawfish <laughs> and Louisiana crawfish company included in the per pound price is shipping. Wow. Yeah, It. It is packaging, and it's guaranteed to get the. So we, our, uh, our, uh, spring game the first year was on a on a on a Saturday. Uh-huh. We ordered the crawfish on Friday. They were here before noon on Saturday. So wow, some some did drive it, all night then. Huh? Yeah, no, it's their <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> it's, their, it's their guarantee. <laughs> they will be there before noon the next day. Wow, fly fly them overnight. Oh, they flew them up. They flew them overnight. Had to have flown them to like Cedar Rapids or something. Yeah, Yeah, well, just logistically. You know, we were talking to FedEx guy. He's like, "Yeah, you, you guys made me wake wake up up at 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 two in the morning, two in the morning morning. to go get these." (laughs) You know, and he dropped them off at like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And it was just like, "Oh, that's a cool business model." You know that that was really sweet to us. Like, we got there, opened them up, you know, dump them out of the sack in a kiddie pool, and they're all alive. Yeah, like they're oh yeah, they're living crayfish, wow. you know, and they put an ice pack in to kind of put them into hibernation. Uh huh. And then it's like, hey, up to you guys. Yeah. So what
0: is it, right after the spring game, then everyone comes over? Oh, yeah.
1: You, yep. Everyone. And you still do it now, or? so I don't know what we'll do this year. We've kind of got something in the works.
2: Something you different?
1: Know, yeah, something different, Not because, you know, we're not going to be around, you know, the, the players who are on right, the team right, now. Right. Yeah. But we'll be in the area, and we'll be around former players a lot. Somebody else so, wants to so, see... Somebody else wants to take the rain over from us. You know they're more than welcome to. It's a lot of work. I mean, yeah. we oh it had, when okay, we were it when to we be ordering one hundred and twenty pounds of crawfish, it's like our uh, bill 600, was like si- yeah, six hundred yeah, dollars. yeah, six hundred to seven hundred and twenty. Yeah, dollars. Was there a cover or did you guys just have yeah? That? So my girlfriend owns her dad owns a screen printing business and he would make Paulson's annual crawfish boil koozies. Yeah, and they've been different colors every single year. So if you want to eat unlimited crawfish. You gotta have a koozie. You, you gotta, gotta, you gotta have, koozie. have a ten okay. dollar koozie. In the first yeah. year, oh, before, ah, but, but you know we weren't trying to make money. Like I don't. No, no, no. We it's just, just a, no, no, no. Even? It's just like that's yeah. That's smart way to do like, it. We yeah. just were, we're eight hundred dollars in the hole right, crawfish on floor. shrimp or the crawfish. First year, yeah. We shouldn't. We shouldn't have broke even. But like we had some senior, some guys who were seniors. Their parents came to the crawfish boil that had never experienced never experienced this Cajun before, and they're like you changed my life, you know, and they probably pitched in a little bit more than they should have, you know, but they were extremely grateful, like, they're like, now if I go to a restaurant, I'm ordering this, Yeah. I'm getting crawfish, you know, because I know how to do it, Uh so it was kind of cool to, like, see that ripple effect, and, and, like, teach guys, you know, like, we just take a, a huge bucket full of crawfish, 30 pounds of crawfish, probably, like, 60 pounds of everything with potatoes and corns and sausage and mushrooms and everything and just dump it on a table and it's like a free-for-all just really eat oh yeah eat it crack the tail it's just like a lobster I mean you're just or a shrimp a t- oh yeah lobster and like a, a miniature I mean, lo- lobster or miniature lobster I yeah. mean, you're getting an inch by a half inch you know piece of meat every yeah. time so it's and it's spicy and
2: just have different dips and stuff set out or
1: no not even, even. Dips. No dips? Just, just the, first year, the first year um what guys you the, put just wait. You put, like, five to seven and a half pounds of salt, the Cajun salt in there. Yeah. Zataran's. The, it's this m- huge pot, I'm telling you. <laughs> and it's spicy. I think it's hilarious that you two are, like, the
0: Cajun, you know. Well, we, all these parents come to you, like, you guys changed our lives. And you're like, yeah. we're from Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Iowa. I mean, just,
1: I mean and, you know, since we've been at Iowa, like, our house has been, like, the house to just come over and socialize like we had invite all of our friends over for super bowl you know crawfish boil you know right whatever it may be you open know, we door just, policy it's open to a policy like we tell people like if they knock on our door like you're not coming back like walk in the front <laughs> door like don't yeah. knock on my door like come in right you know and and we just like being around people and you know we love cooking for people like that's what we've really figured out in college is like our parents cooked us you know great meals in high school and stuff but it's like cooking your own meals like you get to college it's like you know most college kids like i would say like what 70 percent turn to ramen yeah Eight, that's what people do is yeah, all the ramen, you know and ramen and jack's pizza so we're just gonna say yeah. exactly you know and, and that's <laughs> have what, a pizza that, that's the way we were we had a we had we had a pizza oven in the dorms like a oh yeah. e- illegal like oh a, yeah illegal one like a really nice one we cook brats on it and everything you know in, in the, the dorms? Dorm. what oh, dorm yeah. are you guys in Peterson. Were we were you were the first year. Okay, I was just going yeah. to be one of the first years. Yep. But we got initiated in Hillcrest. Yep, yep. Our senior year in high school, we got initiated in Hillcrest. It was unreal. For the spring games the year before we came. Oh, okay. With, like, Parker Hesse and Sam Brinks. And yep. Ben Neiman. Keegan Randall, Miles Dale Taylor. Ferguson. Guys like that. So
0: those guys were all your class, then? great above us. Okay. great above you. We were still oh, in Oh, you school. guys came up and you stayed there. Yep. yep. I got it.
1: Got huh. it. Got it. Neiman huh. just won
0: a Super Bowl. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Pretty cool.
1: Hell of a guy. Just, you know, and that's, you know, like what we told you guys on the phone is like, you see Iowa football players on campus and stuff, like, just don't be afraid to go up and say hi because I'd say 98% of them are just totally normal guys. Right. Like, willing to sit down and have a conversation yeah. with you and, you know, give you the time of day. And, right. You know, a lot of people don't think that, you know, and, you know, all those those guys, those guys that won the Super Bowl, just great guys and Mm -hmm. guys you see on TV, George Kittle, like George was like at the first crawfish first and second crawfish bowl. And it was, it was wild. It was (laughs) fun. Yeah. And he had, I mean, he had a blast and that's, that's who he's been, you know, his, his whole career and just, Mm -hmm. just great, great guys. And five years and five, you know, five classes of some of the best people that we've ever met in our lives you know right. it's, it was an incredible experience for yep. both of us absolutely
0: so when we're talking about i guess maybe bring it back real quick yeah bring it um, back sure bring it back Mike's like <laughs> um
2: eight to twelve inches be good absolutely
0: so uh just for the people that don't know you guys all that well your backstory is kind of interesting so you grew up you know obviously as twins and then how how big of a town
1: was it Mobile's <laughs> about when we were there, it was probably about 1500, 1500. Wow. And so our school, our high school is Woodbury central and Woodbury central is comprised of Moville, which is where we grew up and a small town, 10 miles South of Moville called climbing Hill and Moville and climbing Hill are both 15 miles East of Sioux city, mm-hmm. straight East of Sioux city. Okay. And climbing Hill is where we spent most of our time our both of our grandparents our parents parents are are both from climbing hill and climbing hill natives and our 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 mom's parents live in climbing hill and our dad's parents live east of climbing hill four miles and so we spend a lot of our time in climbing hill which is a town of about 50 40 50, <laughs> 50 people you know and we just ride our bikes down main street you know which yeah. is yeah. the mobile blacktop it's pretty heavily traveled road you know and deer run trail and yeah, that was. I mean, we grew up and we loved to be outside, you know. Mm-hmm. And people asked us if we, you know, who is who's your team? You know, who was your team growing up? Like, did you know you would end up with Iowa? No, we were too busy like climbing apple trees and doing your own thing, doing our own thing, and yeah. being outside, you know. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, there was a point in time where, you know, Call of Duty was huge for us like it was so cool like ps3 was awesome you Uh know mw2 was like our game like that was like our friends like that's all we did together was (laughs) was play
0: online play online video yeah exactly (laughs) and it was
1: like it was so fun and we stayed up all night long but then it came to a point in time where we realized like you know maybe this isn't like the most valuable way we can spend our time yeah you know probably not and i don't we, you know, we're twin brothers and we do everything together. We're best friends. And, you know, something about the system of checks and balances between the two of us. Right. You know, is like way different than just having, you know, one sibling, you know. And we, you know, we're pretty much our own system of checks and balances. And like when one gets out of line, the other one will, you know, yeah. straighten them out, you know. <laughs> and we both like realize that like, you know, some stuff is just not worth our time. And we'll talk about it and we'll be like you thinking what I'm thinking, we'll be like, Yep, I'm mm-hmm. thinking like we're not gonna do that again. You know that Yeah. And just stuff like that. And yep. you know, also, you know, it's all it, it's always been a competition between the two of us. But not really. Like a healthy wall. Yeah, yeah, it's healthy, yeah. you know, and it's it's like Like I hope I'm better than you, but I hope you're second best. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. And and like Levi would Levi was the first one to hang clean two twenty five, like I'll never forget it. And I couldn't get it, all I could get was two twenty. I'm like you know I'm gonna do whatever it takes <laughs> five pounds. to get those five pounds. How yeah. old were you when you did that? Oh, I don't dude, know, Twelve, freshman, <laughs> freshman year in high school, maybe. No, eighth, we might have been eighth grade. Eighth graders. grade, I can't remember. Goodness gracious! Yeah. But you guys are big guys. Yeah, we were big guys, big but guys. like we we didn't have like a lot of guidance. Like we had great coaches. Mm-hmm. I'm don't I mean probably some of the best coaches in the state. Like, and we're biased, and our our wrestling program went to our wrestling program went to state all four years like our football program was you know in the district finals every year like we had good coaches what was know? graduating class uh, we graduated with 38 but the average okay. is probably like 45 okay gotcha and small though small yeah. you, you those are
0: big guys for a
1: small yeah team. big guys for small we were class A in football. Yeah, it's just yeah.
0: interesting, like, you run around, you know, like, you're the twins, you know. Yeah, and we... And then had, you got here, and, like, you grew your hair out and everything. Like, it's like, you guys have been synonymous as, like, the twin, you know, big football-playing guys.
1: <laughs> right, and, you know, we... You know, as much as, you know, we want to deny that, but that's, you know, that's how people recognize us, and yeah. that's how, you know, that's how people know us, and and that's just, That's know, why I think
0: it's interesting to talk to you, because there's a lot more going on there than just, like,
1: the... <laughs> right on, yeah, we... I don't know. We just we just like to be social with people and learn. You know, we, we love to learn. Like, that's one thing that, mm-hmm. you know, we realized early on is, you know, learning is something that we were competitive against each other, too. Right. Know, yeah. Like, who can be smarter? You know, who can get the most information? and But also, at the same time, we're trying to better each other, you right. know. Right, definitely. I don't know. It's just... I'm telling you, behind every single face mask, there's a personality that you wouldn't even believe. Mm-hmm. Like on our on our team at Iowa, just absolutely great, great guys. Mm-hmm. You know, and people knock on you know our program and stuff like this and that, and just get a chance to meet them. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, <laughs> they're all normal guys and they grew up the same way you did.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's kind of Kyle and I have talked about it before, but it's like the only difference between most of us is that they're you know six inches taller and. 50 pounds heavier uh-huh. absolutely yeah that's the difference i mean you know
0: <clears throat> so once you got to iowa um i mean we we obviously me and sam hunt like that's kind of the whole point of the thing so like how was that transition from because i'm sure you guys did a ton of it in high school you know and then who did you get into it with here and like what's that yeah. look like trying to
1: balance? That absolutely with and... yeah so we'll give you a rundown so growing up i remember so we lived in uh north central iowa in Cassouth county for up until our first grade year, five years probably. Five years probably, and our dad was a big, was still a duck hunter at that time. Mm-hmm. But about the same time we were getting ready to move back to Mulville, our hometown, um, our yellow lab retriever passed away. My dad sold his boat, didn't get rid of the decoys, and you know just decided to hang it up. You know he mm-hmm. said, "I got." We have an older sister. Now I got these two boys, got a younger sister that's on the way, like Mm -hmm. four kids. You know, I have to give something up. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of what the way that we perceived our upbringing. Mm -hmm. And so we got to Moville and I mean, didn't even think about duck hunting. Our dad... You know, He showed us the outdoors. I remember going out with my dad walking, in a deer stand. Yeah, walking behind him. Walking behind snow. him and going sit and sitting. He'd hang a little deer stand about five foot off the ground, and I'd sit there and dangle my feet right below <laughs> him. And, right. Kick his feet. <laughs> kick my feet. And <laughs> I remember him telling me, always look with your eyes. Always look with your eyes. Don't move your head. The deer will see you. Right. Still, that's a good point to this day. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah, absolutely. So we get into high school, and... Well, I think eighth grade, maybe, or freshman year. Uh, our dad never let us uh, shotgun hunt with his group. And ever since he moved back to Mobile in first grade, he'd been shotgun hunting, first shotgun season, yep. with some family friends and. Like driving deer. Yeah, yeah driving right. deer. Okay. His group. You back know? home. Yeah. I, I mean, group of maybe 15 guys. Yeah, okay. But the kind of the myth, or not the myth, but the the reason the underlying cause of why we couldn't go shotgun hunting because i mean we had kids in our class that you know would skip school a few days and go hunt on the weekends with their shotgun groups right yeah. right and 7th 8th you know grade all up, up into high school and we're like our dad always said our you have to be 21 in order to hunt with this group because my dad wanted to really Teach us the fundamentals of gun safety oh, yeah you know how to handle how to handle yeah, a firearm for sure oh, yeah. you know even though we've already had a hunter safety course yeah he i i I think that's the underlying cause you know he told us it was twenty one yeah. and I don't think that's true you know to this day because there's some young guys that hunt I in think their group gotten a little more lenient in yeah that group. and they could have gotten a little bit more lenient so it could have been the the rule but that's what we understood so that's like, what okay. it seemed like to us that's too. what it seemed like to us we're like okay whatever so we ended up getting bows and Baron Encounters, actually, freshman year, maybe? It might have been early, in middle school. I can't remember when it middle was. Middle school. It had to have been middle school, didn't it? Yeah. I think so. Eighth grade, maybe? Absolutely. I can't remember. So, we ended up going hunting, and, you know, we went with our dad a few times, but we were so consumed in the world of sports, because right. our dad and mom had us in everything. You know, uh-huh. wrestling, basketball, football. Well, probably more just to keep us busy. More to keep us busy, you know, and out of the house. Because we were... Me and Levi, like, little backstory, like, we were probably the worst children to raise. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's a handful. Oh, yeah. Our Ar- like, We'll be, like, walking oh, yeah. through a store with our mom, and mom, I'm like, mom, do you see that kid, like, acting like that? She's like... <laughs> Oh, Landon. Like oh, that's that's oh, soft. You have oh, no idea. You have no idea. She said that kid's screaming. He said you were hiding underneath the coat rack screaming. With right. your, you she's got two of them. Yeah. you were hiding There's from me, and your yeah. brother was in the next coat rack over. You know, yeah. climbing under all the coat clothes. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we were we were definitely definitely. A oh yeah. Well, that's saying you're in such a small community. So maybe that's part of the reason why Dad got us into sports, and maybe that's part of the reason why we, you know didn't hunt that much yeah you know growing up growing
0: up when you were young and our, right. and
1: our and our dad was our parents were really good about letting us choose what we wanted to do right you know and it never like we were <laughs> like yeah I want to go dad would ask do you want to go hunting with me and if we said no like he wouldn't mm. take us make him, make us go with him but if we said yeah like we go along mm-hmm. now know? that I think of it probably our earliest memory of actually hunting that we can probably remember is hunting with our dad and our great-uncle and one of our great-uncle's best friends on my grandfather's, I don't know how many acres it was, 300, 400 acres of CRP for pheasants. Okay. Every th- every week of Thanksgiving. But like, you guys, all right, so... You're hunting. Was it more bird or deer or what? What was everything? I'm, t- I'm telling you. So this story that he's telling right now, uh-huh. we didn't carry shotguns and we didn't have shotguns. Okay. We carried BB guns. Oh yeah, pheasant yeah. hunting. Pheasant hunting. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> our earliest. This is like one yeah. of our earliest memories of hunting. Like probably, I don't know, seven or eight, maybe yeah. or nine. It had to have been. I can't. I can't remember. But we. I mean, I'm telling you, we didn't. We, did we we went rabbit and squirrel hunting with my dad on my grandpa's property. Mm-hmm. And we shot a couple squirrels and a couple rabbits. And that was like the first game that we harvested. Yep. Oh, really? You know, and dad made us skin them. You know, yeah. dad made us eat them. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was just like, we didn't think anything of it at no. the time, you know. But that was the first animals yeah. that we had shot. And yeah. this was probably fifth grade so okay. however old you are in fifth yeah. grade right. 12 or yeah whatever it is but it was probably 12. that was the first animal that we had you know harvested and it was like we we didn't understand it mm-hmm. you know right. we were so immature like
0: like that was a good way to burn energy for half a day exactly that was a good
1: good way for mom to get the boys out of the house right mm-hmm. exact that's exactly what it was you know we didn't we didn't have any idea hmm. and we we didn't pheasant hunt, and then when when it was time for us to hunt, like I'm, when it was time for us like to be able to hunt, we took uh-huh. hunter safety. Yeah. This is when you know corn and beans were sky high. Everybody took everything out of CRP and yeah. tilled it under and planted crops. That's yeah. all the
2: way to the fence line. Oh yeah, yeah. and yeah.
1: that's what they did. So it was just like we didn't understand it, bro. Our grandpa took all of his CRP out, all of it. Wow. And we didn't have anywhere to hunt. So like that we, was
2: that's when the bird hunting got bad. Then oh yeah, oh like yeah, I mean, pheasant, quail, and all that. Oh yeah, okay, M-
1: mis- miserable bad. Yeah, like our, our dad. It loved, was
0: miserable when I was in high school. Our, yeah, our dad, dad loved
1: our dad loved to hunt to hunt pheasant, birds. You know, oh yeah. and he just stopped. and it just just stopped. It yeah. just stopped, and we were there was kind of a void in the back of our minds, but we were so busy with everything, like it didn't even phase us, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like yeah, we had we weren't really that you know into hunting where it was like made a difference in our lives Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah at the time at the time you know and and then you know we got bows when we were in eighth grade or whatever and and i was like you know our buddy had shot a couple deer or whatever and we're 16 and old enough to hunt dad you know got a muzzleloader and we you know he taught us ins and out of the muzzleloader and i shot a buck I sh- I was sitting in I remember I had a flip phone I I sl- had a s- <laughs> flip phone I don't know what it was called, and I put it in my my pocket of my gloves like there's a pocket on top of my gloves and I flipped it over and I just opened it up and bring it out whatever. Uh huh. I'm hunting. I'm hunting with my dad. Like, we're still hunting with our dad. Like this is in middle school, probably sixth or seventh grade. I'm thinking, and. Dad's like, okay, like they're going to either come from here or they're going to come from here. You yeah, know? you're like, whatever. Who knows where they're coming from? Yeah. Could yeah. be anywhere, Dad. They're yeah. deer. Like, you don't know. <laughs> I'm just like texting my brother, or whatever. Yeah. whoever, a girlfriend, whoever I was texting, I don't remember. And I'm sitting there. We're, we sat there for like 10 minutes, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, I hear something. I hear footsteps, and it's a cow. Yeah. It's a cow walking right up the trail that the deer should come from. Mm-hmm. And then there's another cow. And another cow. He's sitting on a cattle path. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we sat there. We sat there for probably two hours. So I was taking, what do you call them? Pick? Flick? Whatever? I was taking... Flicks? What was it? Oh. Flicks uh, on your phone? Oh, yeah. I was taking a Flicks video. Or oh, a... oh, you're talking like the old flip
0: phone. Yeah. Picks I'm and kidding. Flicks.
1: Yeah, a Picks and Flicks. I was taking a video of these cows going front. I'm like seeing a lot of deer, you know, sending to, <laughs> yeah. to my girlfriend or whoever it was, you know. And just big cow, you know, that'd be a good to eat, you know, and I remember it. I remember it. And my, I'm sitting next to my dad and one thing, hunting, hunting with my dad, like just little quirks that I pick up, like my dad's nose drips when it gets a little cold out. Yeah. And he doesn't sniffle. Like he doesn't, he doesn't yeah, do he that. He just lets it drip off. He lets it drip, you know, and that's, he still does it to this day. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. do that, mm-hmm. which is kind of funny that yeah. like that. I remember that. Yeah. But like I, I, and then cow and cow and cow and cow and cow. I don't, he looks at me, he said, well, this is a bust. <laughs> You know has I mean? been so far. You know, there's yeah. a black Angus cow and then I see a red Angus cow come up over the hill and I'm sitting there and I was like, grab my grab my phone and I pull it out. And Dad's like, put your phone away. Yeah. And I look to my right and there's a eight point buck walking up. He said, Get ready. And
3: you had a bow. What? You no, this is a bow. muzzleloader. No, this muzzleloader. is a muzzleloader.
1: Okay. Youth muzzleloader, though, wasn't gotcha. it? Yeah, youth muzzleloader. It's like there's a deer. You know, after all the cows had passed, you know, it's getting to be, what a hunt this is. it's getting to be dust, you know, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, right, dad. Like there's a deer, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. and he's like, put your phone away. There's a deer coming and we're sitting in a double stand and I don't know how it went down, but, oh, my dad was sitting to my left and I'm sitting on the right and I'm a lefty. So I was like posting my elbow up on the double stand, you know, and he came up. He's like, let him get closer, you know, and then he's over here. He's like, he stopped over here. Just let him stop, you know, so I let him stop, you know, and I put my, I put my scope on. Him. He said, all right, now, you know, cock the trigger, you know, and see him through the, see him through the scope. He said, and you know, when you're ready, nice and easy, pull the trigger. I'm a lefty, and I'm shooting this deer like this. Right-handed. Right-handed. <laughs> so I'm I'm left-eye dominant, so I'm putting my left eye through it. Bang, over, over the bang, top. Yeah. bang, like this. Boom. Like, smokes me right. I was going to say, yeah. you had to scope yourself. Oh, yeah. My, <laughs> the de- like, pile of smoke goes out. Oh, yeah. And this deer drops in its tracks, and wow. my dad is so excited for me. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's so awesome, you know? And I'm just, like, sitting there, like... There's water coming out my eyes. I'm like balling. Like think I got a broken nose. I'm, like ble- I'm <laughs> I just gonna I'm, say I'm, you had to be rocked. I'm bleeding. I'm like I just something hit my nose, you know, and I had no idea. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, I had no idea yeah. at the time. But yeah, that was like my first taste. And and me and my dad were both shaking. You know, we yeah. both had buck fever, and it's like Hooked. boom, that was it. You know, yeah. and I wanted to I wanted to hunt deer. Yeah. yeah. So the cons- the competitive side of me, I come and sit at the tree stand for like I don't even know. As many opportunities as I could, I ended up shooting a doe, and same thing with me. Even though it was a doe, I was just tickled pink. I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" You know. Yeah. And our dad's like, "All right," you know. So we go through the process of uh, learning how to but, gut your. But your your competitive side. Do you guys uh, remember like flip phones at all, or did you not? No, even I had, had like a... a slide phone. I had the slide. Yeah. So did you? Could you ever put like a signature? Yes, like a signature below the message yeah, you sent. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So Levi. I mine was Buck Slayer. I remember my signature. My signature on the buck. That's bottom my, cool. Yeah. His was you were Doe, the coolest his Doe Slayer. Slayer. Yeah. Oh, Doe Slayer. You know, it's just like that was the coolest. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was so cool that we did that. You Absolutely. Know? So, anyways, you know, our dad teaches us how you know how to properly gut a deer, and then you know we come back to our house in Moville, a town of twelve hundred people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we didn't even think anything of it at the time because we had a neighbor across the street that was a hunter. We had a neighbor down the street that was a big hunter. we hang the deer up in our garage, cape it out, you know, and, and go to the process of quartering the deer and, mm-hmm. and, and cutting it out into yeah. your roast and your back straps and your tenderloins and the whole nine yards. And he said, All right, boys, he said, This is the thing. He says, Do you guys want to have roast or whatever, you know? So he's teaching us this entire process of, okay, you can have these as roast and. This is backstrap. You know, it's a, it's a very pure form of meat. Yeah. Not a lot of fat, not a lot of tendons. Right. He says it's a good quality piece of meat. Taught us all of that. And we ended up taking, oh, I don't even know, 50 pounds of both deer combined to a locker and having six processed and mm-hmm. brats, skinless brats from Tiefen Tuller and Holstein, Iowa. And it was just awesome. You know, we were hooked. Got oh, our yeah. bows in high school. I ended up shooting a buck. My sophomore year with my bow, and I was pretty tickled pink because we were having we, a heck of a we, time we, in the And we hunted a
0: lot. Like, we hunted.
1: Was it I, like a elite football practice? No, it was
2: like. Maybe skip football practice. And but little...
1: it was like, well, we wrestled and played football. So in, in <sighs> early high school, like, there was a little lull in between. The two. The two. Yeah. So it was like every day i had study hall eighth period and i would just leave i would i didn't check out i didn't <laughs> no, tell anybody yeah. i just i left the school yeah. you know as illegal as that is i left and i drove 25 miles to my tree stand and i sat there every single day every day i could yeah. that's what i did absolutely yeah. and so Levi shot uh that buck with your bow yep, that's a story in itself we don't have to tell we'll we don't tell have that time for that one <laughs> cuz <'Cause laughs> we we tend to elaborate a little bit too much but You know, and did you shoot a doe after that or no? Um, I might have. I can't remember. He might have shot a doe, but I had not shot a a, buck, a deer. Oh, a deer. A deer. First one. No, I had shot a bunch of deer with my muzzleloader. Oh, okay. I had not shot one with my bow, and I put in a lot of hours. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I was like, "What am I doing wrong? Uh Like, I'm seeing deer, but I just can't get shots at deer." Right. It's a frustrating process. Yeah. Oh, and, and it, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, it almost took it out of me.
0: It will. Uh, it, it almost I'm, breaks I'm, I'm, you. I'm telling yeah, you, it, and,
1: it does. And Bro, like, about landed, got broke this year. I did. Yeah. yeah. I think we got to come back to this. Oh yeah, go ahead. So I'll tell I'll tell you a story about when yeah. I shot my first bow. Hey, you guys, my you guys have a my bow. As Absolutely. long as You yeah. want to sit and talk? Yeah. I got all the time in mean, the world. You asked for the hunting stories. <laughs> no, we want. Yeah, yeah, that's what we want. So, anyways, we. So in high school. I hunted pheasants twice. Yeah, and we we had been hunting deer, as you guys can hear. And I also we also went out turkey hunting a few times with one of our older buddies. And we did we did the trapping thing. You know, we got in with a, a kid that was huge into trapping and yeah. inherited a bunch of traps from his dad. Yeah, and I mean we were catching everything. I mean were you? And I oh, wasn't yeah. taking any profit off of it. I just liked going along and helping him and set yeah. traps, learning, learning. It's, a, it's kind of an art form. Oh my him. goodness! 100 percent. Sam
0: traps. I've never trapped. But everything. Yeah. It seems
1: it's incredible. It's everything a lot of everything you from do you know Mill Creek lures. It's in Mill Creek. It's in uh, Western. Yeah. It's, okay. in Sioux. it's in Sioux okay. Sioux. it's in Sioux City. So we we know the he's the game. He's the CEO, and he's the game warden in Wayne County. Yep. Okay, that's funny. So we did the trapping thing, you know, and. Learned how to set counterbears and foot traps yeah. and and live traps and what do you dog proofs and I mean yeah. the whole nine yards you know and yeah. it was a lot of fun to go through that process mm-hmm. too, um, so that was our high school career. I mean we did a little bit of trapping, hunted deer a lot, turkeys and pheasants a little bit, not but not much, very 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 seldom. very seldom. Cool,
2: like, turkeys kind of just making a comeback actually, absolutely a little really bit, good, yeah. absolutely.
1: So we get to college and. Uh, we, we actually, so I got back up again. In high school, we worked on a, a all summer long, we worked on a, a cattle ranch for about 300 head of cows okay. with cows that calved every yeah. year. And then they he'd sell off part of the herd, keep part of the herd. And he'd also have a, a bull sale every year. And it was an unbelievable opportunity. We learned a lot, you know, learned a lot about hard work, learned a lot about farming operations. And that's kind of the way our high school went. So we get to uh, the University of Iowa, and our f- first year is kind of a mess. We become friends with this uh, this bird hunter named Boone Myers. Well, it's the 2015 season, so we're okay. going. This is we're going to the Rose Bowl this year. Okay, yeah. You know, and and as the year's going on, and as the fall is progressing, we're not losing games. Yeah, no. we're not losing games <laughs> in anything. You know, and people are dead set on this on football. Yeah. we're like, okay, like that's what we are too. You know, but a part of me and Landon's like. Gosh, you know, I I wanna go hunting. I wanna yeah. go experience that. You know, we had our bows, we had we wanted to shotguns and... southeast Iowa, you know. Oh, we okay. came that's from I northwest yeah, that's Iowa I Same around. So we befriended uh Boone Myers, but Boone Myers was a starting left tackle. I was and say, yeah. he wasn't quite into hunting on campus yet. So me and Lana are just like screw it, you know, we're looking online like public hunting areas around Iowa because we come we're from four and a half hours yeah. west of Iowa City. Yeah. We don't know anybody on the eastern part of the state no. besides a select couple people that we have very, very, you know, minimal ties with. Yeah. So we're, like, looking for the best uh, public spots in around Iowa City. And, you know, a few of them came up. One of them was 13,000 acres in Hawkeye. And we're like, "Whoo! I don't want to go out there. It might get lost, you know. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll start yeah. with something smaller. So we're on the west side of campus is where we lived and where we lived in the dorms. So, but we had a friend that lived off campus. We're like, hey, is it all right if we, is it all right if we bring, Center's calling me, Tyler Lender, mom. He doesn't need to talk to. You. So anyways, <laughs> we have a friend that lives off campus. We're like, hey, we're going to bring our bows up. Is it all right if we keep them at your house? Cause uh-huh. Not saying we didn't keep them at the dorm for a few That's days, a, but yeah. <laughs> you got to keep that, keep that on the radar. Nowadays, you got to keep that on the deal. I play guitar. I play guitar. I'm really into it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, just, had, just, we had so many. We had so many guys in the dorms have. Yeah. Fishing poles and the like. Yeah, yeah we. Well, yeah. know. Yeah. Yep. And it was so. <laughs> So anyways, we're, we're thinking, oh, let's go out and try a public hunting stand and blah, 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 blah. So we're looking at maps. We're like, we're going to go to this place just west of town. It's like five miles, six miles west of town uh-huh. called Redbird Farms. It's this little piece, you know, a little piece on the north, a little piece on the south. Mm-hmm. Well, me and Landon are looking at the, to- the, the topographical map and the satellite imagery, and we're saying, okay, like, I mean, totally just basing this off of where we think deer might travel. Yeah. Right. We're like, all right, we're going to go sit on the south side of the road. Oh my With our bows Like yeah. we don't have a blind We don't have anything We're just gonna go sit yeah. You know We're gonna sit along a fence <laughs> That's post when you know or, you really wanna go yeah, Oh yeah When you're like oh, This is a
0: terrible idea So Let's get this
1: On the south part of the road We didn't realize it But it was A swamp
0: Huh <laughs> Like a true swamp
1: It was a swamp Like it was a wetland Couldn't see that from the aerial Nope. No? No. You couldn't see that. Line. I mean, you could see so maybe you know, a there little was, like, pond. Yeah. Little ponds and potholes and stuff. And it like, said, oh, you can hunt squirrels and rabbits and upland and deer and turkey here. And we're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we decided to sit on the south side of the road, which uh-huh. is the wetland part of the road. Okay. Oh. And we're like, oh, yeah, this looks awesome. So we go in and sit down. And this is one of our first hunts out we there. We sit on opposite sides of the creek. Oh, yeah, we did sit on opposite sides of the creek. is this a morning crypt. or an evening thing? This is an evening, I believe. I can't remember what it was. I was going
0: to say, if you're going in like morning in the dark,
1: yeah, Yeah, I think it was tougher. Yeah, I, I think it was the evening. It was the evening. But we get there, boys, in this swamp. Oh my god mosquito infested <laughs> oh, like, like, it was late september like, oh yeah. Yeah. And, yeah it was and hot we, out and we it was actually october early october and we october. had like bug spray like we had we had bug spray you thought you were on top of it there was a, oh, yeah. one, there was it one was, point where i took my coat and i was just going like this you know i had this cinched down i had my hands inside my thing i mean we were getting mo- molested by i was by going mosquitoes. like this everywhere everywhere i felt niche, i was like spraying like directly onto right my on my skin it. And okay. I was like rubbing in you know and oh, it, like it must
0: bad. not be there because they're they're getting and, there. You know oh, me and and
1: I think me and Lana were texting back and forth. like, oh, we can we can sit this. We you know we can we can sit this out. We gotta wait till prime <laughs> yeah. time. You know, yeah, wait till sundown. You, you know, to. What, they're gonna get the mosquitoes are gonna get better as you know as the sun starts going down and they're not gonna be as active and whatnot. <laughs> like I don't know what lies. I don't know I'm what te- we're I'm thinking. To I'm telling you, like there was no. There's no way that I was going to get my bow up to even draw back. I'm telling you. <laughs> it was that bad. Dude. Oh, it was, oh, my it was so gosh, bad. guys. It, it was so bad. <laughs> Bro, you remember the other time? Oh, same, the next, the next, same one spot. of the next few times we went One out of there. the next couple days after we did the mosquito deal, <laughs> it had rained the night before, you know, and it was cool. You know, yeah. it was a pretty cool day. And we go out in the evening, we're like looking at the forecast, it says 30% chance of rain or whatever, and we're like. Yeah, I think we should, you know, I think if we try to try to do it, like, we can set up in those same spots again, you know, maybe 100 yards away, and we sit there, and, you know, it's just misting. It's yeah. Just, just light mist. And... Landon, were we on the south side of the road, or were we on the north side? We are on the south side. Okay. So, you went back in the mosquito spot. You are like... Back in the mosquito spot, but it was it was cool. No, it was, yeah, they're it was, gone. Yeah. You're like, it's the mosquitoes right there. Chili. <laughs> it was chili. It was like a l- borderline chili, you know, and, and we're just like, no mosquitoes, man. This is nice. Like, I'll take... <laughs> I'll take this mist any day. (laughs) And we're sitting there and, you know, we had warmer gear on. Like, Uh definitely we had warmer gear on than just a plain old long sleeve T-shirt, you know, and (laughs) getting molested by (laughs) mosquitoes. And we're sitting there and the rain starts picking up, you know, gently, gently, gently. And I'm like looking at my radar on my phone. I'm like, oh yeah, it should pass pretty soon. And it keeps getting harder. And then like I look up and I see a deer and I'm just like... I can't You. he's staring right at me like where the camera is like he's staring right at me like I can't get a shot like, where <laughs> did he come from you know I'm so focused on was it a buck that. or what, what was yeah, it yeah it was a buck it was oh, a really? fork it was a fork and I was like I would have shot it you know cause I was like
0: you don't know was, how so, much time you're gonna have yeah we have limited, to, yeah. limited yeah. opportunities to opportunities
1: to hunt and I was like yeah, I, I would have shot it sure. you know and he you know he stomped at me and ran off and I texted Levi I said there's a deer coming your way <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, this rain is getting harder. Yeah, and it is—it comes to be a torrential downpour. Like I'm telling you, <laughs> torrential downpour. I'm, we're in the we're, middle of it's a it, the like swampy it, woods. It's <laughs> like an hour and a half from you know uh, dusk. Like mm-hmm. it is, it is you. I'm like, should we wait it out? And I, Levi's texted back, you know, yeah, it looks like the forecast is yeah, looks, it looks like, it's like gonna the pass. forecast is clearing up. <laughs> It didn't clear up the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> the it, whole was time. A, it was a torrential downpour. Two hours. And this was like. And well, nobody I, wants to be the brother that's like, let's pull out. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not a fair weather hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly and that's kind of what we thought you know I just saw a deer I'm like yo it's, it's picking up you know they're, right. coming, like, they're coming they're, they're coming they want to get out here in the rain they yeah <laughs> mind you it wasn't like lightning or anything so we weren't like no, nervous no it was just
0: unbelievably uncomfortable oh,
1: yeah. So it so it wet, was wet and cold is terrible very very uncomfortable and we would rather be wet and cold than getting attacked by mosquitoes right yeah. so in your brain so like, this is not You're nearly like, as bad as last bad. time not as bad as the first time oh, we get, we, we're walking out and we're like a hundred pounds more. Wait, we weigh a hundred <laughs> oh, yeah. pounds just more because so t- I'm telling you, we were drenched. Like our, our backpacks st- were full. Full of water. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean range finders, range finders phones are broken. Like my yeah. binoculars yeah. are still foggy to this day. Like <laughs> so dumb. It it was but like like you guys know, it's like that's part of the fun of it is oh, just yeah. like the tri, looking tri-, back tri- on trial it. and error, you yeah. know? And we've done we've done some stuff, like we have so many stories that are like Oh, you think you've done some stupid stuff? Like yeah. you should hear what we did, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like everybody, you know, goes through that stuff, like or trying to. These get... Levi and Boone. Myers. Okay, Landon, we got we got to keep going with the story. Levi, we'll, I'll we... talk about it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So, so that was our our first year hunting on campus. Right. You know, as University of Iowa college students, and trying to get a taste for the hunting world. You know, while still going to school. Right. And so the next year rolls around, and we start becoming friends with Boone Boone Myers. um, And we also move off campus at the end of, you know, the spring semester. Yeah, at the end of freshman year. And we met this Boone Myers cat, and Boone's still one of our best friends to this day. He'll probably be in my wedding. Mm -hmm. You know, we see each other. I mean, he messaged me every other day. Wired different. He is wired different. (laughs) So we met Boone, and we get talking to Boone. And Boone's reserved a little bit. Quiet. quiet. Quieter. Yeah, he's a quieter guy. But you get him talking, and talking about birds in particular, I mean, this kid will not be quiet. He -hmm. is, he's absolutely sick for birds. Any kind of birds, you name it, like, he is sick for birds. I mean, it could be birds out in your bird feeder, turkeys, pheasant,
0: (laughs) quail. Just if it has wings and it can maybe fly. Oh,
1: yeah. Ducks. He likes to talk about it. From... How he was brought up, you know, we were kind of brought up uh, in the in large game group, you know, right. more of hunting deer, turkeys, and a little bit of trapping. I mean, this guy knew birds and he knew a lot about birds. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, going into college, he had already shot the four out of the five species of North American. He Am- shot the North American. US, yep, Grand Slam. Grand Slam for turkeys. turkeys. He shot the Eastern, the Miriam, Osceola. Osceola. That's and pretty incredible.
2: That really is, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've only you
0: know, and uh, in Iowa, it's like the eastern. You know, oh, absolutely. You he's yeah. got
1: some pretty incredible stories on some of his turkey hunts, and yeah. you know, and and he was from North Central Iowa, and they had some public duck hunting grounds that were just phenomenal. Yeah, really good. So, paws. anyways, we get to talking to Boone Myers, and we're like, yeah, we need to go out hunting this year, and he's like, we're gonna try you know, where are we gonna go? We can try this, we can try that. We're like. I don't care, you know. We're just gonna right. we're gonna do it when the time no, we comes. We're gonna do it when the time attack. comes.
0: Like we'll do whatever.
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So Landon, you can go ahead. So that that spring we ended up buying our first shotguns and the shotguns we still have to this day and <laughs> because our dad had so many shotguns, we didn't need one. We didn't really need either, one, right, you know. Right, right. And so we got our first shotgun, and we're just like, "Oh yeah, like this is it's sick. real. You know? This is <laughs> yeah. real. Yeah. yeah, like it was Franke affinity. Yep. And it oh, was like, wow. you know, it was re- it was really cool to us, like to you know have a a gun of our own that we could you know harvest animals ourselves with. And Boone says, or was it? Did I t- go turkey hunting first? I can't remember. Oh, with Raster? Yeah, I think that it? was the next year. I think the first thing that I did in college was Boone and I, my second year in college. He says, "You want to go? You want to go duck hunt tomorrow?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Like, are you kidding me? He's like, "Well, I got decoys. Let's go." And so we like pull up the laptop, you know, and we're looking at aerial views and topographic views of, you know, some pieces of ground out of right. Haw- out of mm-hmm. Hawkeye. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, this spot looks awesome." you know green yeah, castle th- i have like that's we got to take a ride on green castle and go as north as as far north as you can go you know and then park in the parking lot so for for the people that don't know hawkeye is thirteen thousand acres of public ground public Just ground 10 yeah. minutes 10 15 minutes away from the university of iowa yeah, yeah. yeah it's close huge. and it's the, and it's, and huge. it's the delta that leads into the coralville reservoir yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So, it's- so it's dammed up Yep. So they can control the fluctuations of you yep. know pretty much a man-made wetland in a mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And really, really, really good duck habitat. Like, very good. Probably yeah. some of the best in the state of Iowa. Yep. The DNR manages it very well. Yep. And yeah, it, they work hard on it. Absolutely. And uh, and
0: everyone knows that. And then it gets it gets hunted yeah, really hard. Yeah. Like, right yeah. on.
1: And it does. not and, and so we went out. I don't. It wasn't opener. It wasn't opener. But a couple weekends after. A couple weekends into uh <laughs> the season we went out and we're driving out, you know, take a ride on Green Castle, go as north as far as you can, and we're driving and we pass these two guys in the parking lot and you know, we're just like keep going and we're driving and all of a sudden I see this like reflection. Like it's you know, three in the morning and I see this reflection, like the headlights are reflecting something, and I'm like this is his first duck hunting experience. First duck hunting experience ever. <laughs> like I never, yeah. I never hunted ducks. I had no idea how to blow a duck call. Nothing. Like yeah, uh-huh. n- yeah. just nothing. And we didn't, we didn't know what scouting was. We're like, oh yeah, we're gonna look online, you know, and look at the map. Yeah. You know, and yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah, that's yeah. where we're going. Yeah. We're just completely going... different when, with
2: boots on the. Right? Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> completely different. So we're driving, and I see this reflection. I'm like, we pull up, and we're pulling, 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 and it's like, it's water.
0: Yeah. And a lot it's, of it. It's
1: water, and it's a lot of water on this road. Yeah, like that's, road, the road. That the,
2: that's, that's the water. That is the That is That is the water, yeah.
1: And so we back up to the, where those guys were in the parking lot, and we parked, and they were making breakfast, and they had a dog named Jade. Never forget it. My first duck hunt ever. And we're like, yeah, where are you guys hunting today, you know, whatever. And they're like, oh, we're hunting over there, you know. Yeah, we, uh, we hunted out of this parking lot last week. That's what they said. Mm-hmm. So the water had already dropped like 10 or 15 feet. Yeah. That's nuts. And, and it's this, crazy yeah. there. And so we're, it's crazy. We, so we grabbed our decoys, and we had these horrible bags, horrible bags to carry them in. Yeah. yeah,
0: ours is right over there. There's <laughs> no straps. <laughs> no straps. You bear so, hug it, and you it, walk exactly, with it. Exactly yeah.
1: like that. You know, and that's, that's what we did. We carried it and we were walking out and where we walk through these willows, you know, and it's pitch dark out and we don't have a map. We're like, I'm like looking at my phone and it's like refreshing and it's not working. And I'm just like, okay, we're going to walk. And Boone and I were gassed, like lifting our feet up out of this muck and just yeah. like kept we just kept walking we're like oh there's n- we can't find an opening you know what i mean we, yeah we, we, oh, we busted yeah. through the willows whatever now nah, we're, we're walking you know how much further you know i feel like we've walked a thousand <laughs> yards yeah. you know and we're like just a little bit further you know and we'll get there so talk ourselves into it finally we like shine the shine the headlamp and we look and we're like oh there it is you know and it wasn't like, it wasn't yeah. the same spot, you know, yeah. but we're like, walk over there, you know, and we're just like up to here and we're like, Oh, if we stay on the edge of this fence row, like we can, Oh, yeah. we, oh yeah. we can stand there. Oh. We'll, be comfortable. <laughs> we'll be comfortable, you know? and So we get our decoys set up and whatnot and the sun starts coming up and you start hearing wings whistle. And I had never heard it before. Yeah. I never ducked yeah. on it before, you know, and you know, it just, it sounds like a, helicopters flying over your head and it's just like very, very close and you know that there's something very, very close but you can't see it yet. Mm -hmm. And I heard that all morning and I was just like, oh, this must be really normal, you know? yeah, This must be really normal. (laughs) And it stopped for a little bit and then the sun started to come up and, you know, it still wasn't shooting time yet. Something landed in our decoys. We couldn't see what it was. Uh You know, we couldn't shoot. You know, we're... Trying to be as legal as we can, you know, yeah. especially yeah. out there because especially the you no, know yeah. there's yeah, it's oh, yeah. very DR well everywhere and... and the sun comes up and that duck had already left and a pair of ducks flies by I had no idea what they were Boone's like shoot them <laughs> right. so I shot the bottom one he shot the top one and we ha- we shot our first pair of uh, wood ducks and pretty much the rest is history but absolutely but. We're standing in this spot, my first hunt, and we had thought we walked like a thousand or, you know, pretty long ways. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're thinking we got like a two-mile trek back. It's like a two-mile
1: like... trek back, and we like look over to the right, and the truck's like 50 yards away from us. We just <laughs> made a big loop. Swear to God, yeah. We wow. made a big loop, and it was just like... You know that's kind of some of the stupid stuff that we did that's just like looking back like oh yeah if you scouted and you did your work and you put in yeah. your time like you would know that but as you know very very green hunters like you yeah. have no idea well
0: that's what we tried to do at hawkeye this year we went out the week before opening day and we're like all oh, this is perfect well we drove around for like cause it's huge huge, it's huge. We did the whole lap around and we're like oh this is where i need to be and we show up uh midnight or yeah. two two a.m opening day and there's like boats everywhere. It's Headlamps. scary how
2: similar your story sounds to ours. Oh right, oh, so wow. we had one spot. Around.
0: One spot with our little boat where like we push our little boat in and our straps and we're talking to Scott guy. we're like, Where are you hunting? He points like right where we wanted to go. And we're like, Oh great, you know. So we're like, we gotta go pick something. So we just start circling <laughs> yeah. for like two, two and a, a half m. hours. Yeah. <laughs> like And we're up to just like you. I mean we're birds everywhere. Any
1: yeah. any birds?
0: Yeah, we killed three teal. Really? Night. Absolutely. Yeah. That's but, uh, a good spot for teal. Yeah, yeah. it is. Hawkeye's is a really good yeah. spot for teal. It is. But, I mean, it's just, like, the same story. Like, the sun comes up, and we looked over, and it was, like, full parking lot to our <laughs> left. I'm like, that was, that was a five-minute walk if we did it right. That would
2: be two hours by just, like, circling trying to find a spot. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But, Absolutely.
1: But, you know, the, the, the rest is really history, you know, yeah, we, had, on, we got we, we got hooked on. It's a learning experience. Water, Waterfowl hunting. And, you know, it was that was what was really rewarding to us is, like, we had never done it before. And yep. we talked to our dad, you know, the first couple hunts that we went on. We're like, Dad, like, why didn't you take us duck hunting, you know?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He said, boys, he said, I knew if I would have introduced you to duck hunting, he said that you would have ne- never played sports. Mm-hmm. You would have never played football. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, Dan, you're probably right, <laughs> you know, and it was, and it was an addiction, and we, it was just like, oh, what, more, what more decoys yeah. can we buy? What oh, more this can we buy? It's what, the ultimate. Yeah. What can we do? You know, and buy we, an 18 foot boat and put a blind on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Build, build a, blind a blind. So fun. With you it. know, and I mean, and that was part of the camaraderie between the guys that we hunted with, and yeah, guys who had never done it before, you know, and just like us, like we had we acted like we were experts. We only had been on like five hunts, you know, right? Yeah, oh yeah. But just lo- the learning process that we went through, you know, first day we shot, you know, two two birds, and then maybe the next five hunts we didn't shoot a thing. Oh yeah. yeah you know, we had the team. We had yeah, shot. We season. didn't shoot anything, and it's just like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah, you know? everything. Yeah. And then it like, we slowly started, we were like, we got to get on the big water. So we went and hunted the big water and then we'd shoot, you know, we shot a mess of teal. 28 a, of them. A, a 28 oh, teal wow. 28 one teal one day, you know, and, and it was, was like... Was that in your boat? No, that wasn't was, in the boat yet. We walked yeah. in with with. Yeah, because in early, in early teal season, the water's way down. Yeah. yeah. Way down. So yeah, early, early teal. Like you, you, you
0: September teal yeah, season. Yeah, and yeah we have jumping. an
1: outboard yeah. on our boat and yeah we've tried that before and that don't work out too good when the water's that low yeah you know even to push it into a spot it's just like but yeah it was just a like lot of work. So we walked in part of in. us part of us to like chunk out like how we could get better you know yeah. and then we went to hawkeye oh it's the strategy of it yeah. so when fun. we got on the big big water and you know we shot 28 teal but we're like i'm tired of shooting teal i want to shoot something different yeah and then we got into divers and we shoot like three divers and then maybe one day we wouldn't shoot anything and then the next day we shot seven and then the next mm-hmm. day we didn't shoot any you know and then we shot like a limit you know, yeah. And that was like awesome. Piecing you know, it together. You know, and all of those experiences, like I mean, we've shot so many species of ducks, like <laughs> now. Yeah. Unreal. And yeah. we And we, the normal, you know, average Joe doesn't even you know, they think of a duck, what do they think of? A mallard. Yeah. That's exactly oh, yeah. sure. that's what they think of. They don't yeah. think of the fifty other species of ducks, you know. Yeah. And as a duck hunter, you get to go harvest those, you know, miraculous birds with, you know, a wood duck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The most colorful native species of Animal to live on the northern hemisphere. Oh yeah, you know, Certainly. and that's cool to be yeah. able to see that, or you know, see a widge and gadwall. You know, all mm-hmm. these different kinds well, of. Well, that's what's
0: so nice that that piece is so well kept because like it can hold all those different kinds of birds and you
1: know? hold a bunch of hunters too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you know, for sure. yeah. And but 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 that's the thing. Like it's everybody you know disses on it that it's so packed and stuff. But you know, it gives opportunities for guys like us to go out there and start. Yeah, yeah. and to get start a start. Somewhere. Yeah, Even exactly. it, it, As frustrating as it may be. It gave us a start, you know, and it yeah. allowed us to, you know, continue our passion and, and do what we like yeah. like to do, you know. And it, it holds a lot of ducks. It holds a lot of hunters, too. Yeah. So, so then, so that was our, so that was kind of the start, you know. Landon went hunting with Boone, and it was just a snowball, you know. We wanted more hunting. We wanted more hunting. I can't remember if it was that next spring. Was it that next spring or the year following when we started going on uh, snow goose hunts? Ooh. Oh, the next spring. yeah. That was that's the that deal. was the following yeah. spring. Yeah, we were down in okay. your guys' in neck of the woods. Yeah, oh, okay. we're in Creston, with uh, oh, okay. with uh, that uh, was just southwest of Des Moines, about forty-five minutes. Yep. Yeah, Creston, Iowa. With uh, oh I, I want to say wildlife biologist, but that ain't right. Oh, he's a co- county conservation. No, he was. He worked for DNR, but he oh, was, he is a biologist. Yeah, but I can't remember if he's wildlife biologist or. Okay. He he's something like that. Anyways, his name's Chad Pop and you know, an an incredible guy. I don't know how it went down, but Boone, the crazy bird hunter of our, of our friend, you know, he got his dad got us hooked up with this snow goose hunt. He said, "Yeah, he said this is a 1200 to 2000 bird spread that you're going to be sitting in." Me and Leonard just like and Boone is like, holy crap! We never experienced this. You know, we we've, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. we've seen a oh, few yeah. snow geese in our day, but we never no. have shot them. But you know, we've right. seen the tornadoes and whatnot. Yeah. So, anyways, every spring after that, except for this spring, we're not going this spring, unfortunately, because we got to find jobs and whatnot. Gotta um, grow up a we bit we went uh, on a snow, goose snow goose hunt every year. Every year, wow. you know, we shot snow geese, we shot Ross geese, we shot uh, blue phase snow geese, and it was just an incredible experience. So and, and that's the same thing, like. It's not like you watch on, you know, Tony Vandemore. It's not like a slaughter fest every yeah. single time. No, you know, and that's what we learned, you know. But maybe someday you'll, maybe someday you'll shoot fifty of them, and yeah. it's like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's the one you talk, you know, that, right? But it's it,
0: if everything else made that so worth. Oh, it, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and if it,
2: you shot fifty every time. How special would it, it actually? Yeah exactly. yeah, exactly.
1: You know, and it's just a unique, unique experience. You're laying in. You're laying. I mean, one year we were laying in. Uh, snow covered uh layout Lay blinds and the next year you know we were just in corn stubble because you know the the spring pattern was just to- yep. totally yeah. different yep. and you got yeah. these loud electronic colors that are blasting straight up into the air. yeah and you got a cyclone thing spinning behind you and, and like these whole, flappers it's like super bowl it's like oh. a production for yeah. sure it's yeah. crazy it is absolutely crazy so we did that and that was an incredible experience i would tell you this i think that snow geese is probably the best best tasting goose oh, that we've had. Really, really? yeah, so it's a good. good tasting bird for sure. I've never so heard good, of that good tasting bird. Very good. So then, as the spring progressed, one of our buddies and, and punters on our team, Colton Rastetter, he's from Northeast Iowa, uh, Guttenberg, Guttenberg, Clayton County. Clayton County. His dad's a big hunter and turkey hunter in particular, and Andy, He's gotten like thirty-eight Andy. or thirty-nine guys their first turkey. Oh, really? Colton yeah. has no, Colton, his dad. Oh. I
0: thought you were saying Colton. I'm like, wow, he's
1: he's, no, his he's da- he must tear it up because no, <laughs> he's, he's not that, that old. No, it is tur- it's. I mean, so there's a huge valley. I mean, these turkeys just run this valley, you know, and it's unbelievable to see how many yeah. turkey like yeah. And uh, Colt Dad Thor. He, his yeah. dad's named Thor. That's a pretty cool. <laughs> he's <name>. a bus <laughs> driver. First name Thor. First Thor. name Thor. Thor full wow. name Thor. T H O R T H O R. And he he's big teddy bear and. and but he's, he, he's a bus driver, and once he's done with his route, he'll he'll drive around, you know, the last kid, and he'll go film turkeys, like, scout them. Oh, really? Oh, just film them and see where they are and how many of them there are. Huh. You know, so he'll, they'll tape all the videos and see where they he's are. He's got blinds like, set up across, you know, I don't even know how many miles, but we went and did that, and because, I mean, we were networking with guys, you know, yeah. and guys that, you know, we had been around and and, and, and Like-minded. Whatnot, like-minded and like to hunt and stuff, and. He's like, yeah, you know, we be more willing to have you come up, and you know, we went up and I, I shot good... I shot a turkey the first time, and and I mean, it was just neat to see different geo, you know, oh, geographic for sure, geographic areas, yeah, yeah. And, and and this is in Iowa too, right, right, yeah, right, and we there's a
0: lot that happens in Iowa geographically, <laughs> oh, like absolutely, it yeah. gets forgotten about, but right there's on. some
1: cool stuff to see, but, but yeah, we shot turkeys. That was our second spring. Yep. And um, I didn't get one up there, but I went back home and ended up shooting one on one of my uncle's pieces of ground, which was, which was a lot of fun. And I think that summer rolled around, and we were getting into this duck hunting deal, so we ended up buying our first boat, 18-foot, 1969 right. yep. yeah, uh, we, oh, Polar craft. craft. Yeah, 19, yeah we have a 16 boat, 30-horse yeah. Mercury. And we were researching. We are like, we want to put a blind on it. Because like, me and Landon remembered, like, in first grade, our dad, dad. is blind, yeah. and we were just like, "Oh, we're gonna do that someday." Yeah, we're you gonna know? do that. He made it out of PVC so pipe. So we, we ended spent up... a summer building that blind. Yep. You know, with... and then we hunted the hunted Hawkeye with that boat, and we thought it was so fun. And yeah. then the boat broke down, and that's a whole other story. We'll tell you guys some other time. But that I mean, we had so much fun, you know. and yeah. And and while at the same time, we we're trying to, you know, better ourselves as you know conservationists and as stewards of the land. You know and not just be hunters yeah. you know right we're trying to be more than just hunters trying to be you know better for the planet mm-hmm. you know and not just better for wildlife right and and that's like some something that we kind of took upon ourselves like and that we have been the past couple of years is like yeah you can be conservation of the land you know not litter recycle whatever you want to do you know but like how can you do, How can you try to do it all? You know, and it's not gonna happen like overnight and and whatnot. But like, by being able to harvest our own food, we we help mm-hmm. you know in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we can have a deer steak rather than have a steak that got sent to locker and, mm-hmm. and you know it's a, it's a huge production. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. And there's a bunch of waste that goes into it, whether it's water waste or 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 whatever it is. Right. You know, and like I love steak. You know, but the way that you know we've kind of been thinking the past few years is, we want to become more self sustainable. Self sustainable, and like right. how I want to know where my steak is coming from. So if my oh, steak, yeah. if yeah. my steak would come from my boss's <laughs> ground, I would eat it a hundred times out of a hundred. Our I our boss, the, the 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 boss that had the three hundred head of cows. cattle, you know, back in high yeah. school. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. If, if it was off of his ranch, I'd be like. I'm taking. I'll I'll eat it right now. You know, but yeah. it's just like because in our eyes, like. He did stuff the right way right in raising cows. And, you know, yeah. he's different than a lot of people because he bought his first farm when he was 18 and he's 65 now. So he's got a lot of land where he can rotationally graze these cows on pasture. And they're, yeah. like, the happiest cows you've ever been a part of. And the healthiest cows you've ever been yeah. a part of. You know, me and Landon, we really like that. Oh, yeah. But to get into, like, the self-sustainability of, of, of using the land to your benefit... You yeah, know, and, and there's possible. and there's so much controversy today on oh, don't eat meat, don't do this, don't do that, you know. And you can have your opinions on and on, on whichever side you want to choose, but Landon and I's uh thought process was, you know, we really enjoy hunting. We we enjoy hunting everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and why can't we just use that as our protein source? You know. Yeah. Whitetailed deer, pheasants, ducks, mm-hmm. turkeys. Fish. Well, and then geez. it makes you. And then it makes
0: you want to prepare it better. And take, oh, absolutely! You know, you want to you know more take into the cooking it.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing, you know. We we started watching the meat eater that you guys are familiar with, and, yeah. and Stephen Ronella, and he's doing some incredible things on shining the light on wild game mm-hmm. in particular. And, yeah, and the way he does he a really good up. job. The way that you cook stuff up yeah. and how you handle that meat is going to dictate, you know, what it tastes like. Yeah. You know the thing about people that say. Like oh, a, I'm not gonna eat a pheasant that's gamey, or I'm not gonna eat that deer meat that's gamey, or duck, or this or that, is the fact that we've never had it before. Yeah. Right. Humans, I mean, humans have never had it before. We eat chicken, we eat beef, we eat pork, mm-hmm. and that's it. You know, yeah, that's what yeah. we're doing right our now. Our palate is not, you know, used to tasting a wild yeah. game. Right. You know, our palate is used to tasting, you know. Pen raised duck, McDonald's, pen, ra- yeah. McDonald's yeah, exactly. pen raised chicken, pen raised beef, you know, that are yeah. fed a strict diet, you know, where whereas we haven't we don't have the palate. I mean, not saying we don't have a palate, but we haven't built the palate right. or acquired ourselves to build that pallet for wild game. Yeah. You know, so I think Steven Renella has influenced Landon and I a lot because we would agree. We're kinda yeah. we're kinda debunking all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah, you know, but but also, you know, we're Not just, you know, debunking like myths and stuff, but like, you know, everybody's pointing fingers nowadays at like, who's wrong, you know, and who's at fault. Like people mass producing chickens, people mass mass producing beef, Mm -hmm. but they're also mass producing plants. They're mass producing, you know, Mm -hmm. so, so many plants. Like you could point the finger right back at them. Like you were mass producing these plants, you know, and it is not good for the environment to to do this, (laughs) you know? Yeah. You could, everybody could point more fingers. So that's like why we've kind of taken it upon ourselves to be more sustainable and like be able to harvest an animal and package it the way that we want to package it, yeah. you know, and not use too much packaging. Whereas yeah. like everything nowadays comes with some type of packaging that you don't need. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we're starting to get into canning, preserving foods. Oh, there you go. Because I, I know guys that can, can deer and it's really, really good. Right. And and people, and people knock on it, but they've never tried yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Have you tried it? You know? Yeah. And, and that's a, and that's a thing. And that's kind of, you know, we, we weren't able to do as much as we like, you know, being involved with the Hawkeye football program, but like. Now we're able to. I was know, just gonna ask that. Now that we're transition. able to start to transition and put it into effect, like in how we want to, you know, leave our footprint on the world. Yeah, you know, and absolutely. absolutely, and that's kind of, kind of, kind of where we're at. And I mean, yeah, absolutely. And you were gonna, don't forget this. You were gonna go into your your deer story. story, where um, you were almost burnt out. But I, I will add to that, you know, it is more work. You know, in the world we live in today. You know everything is ease of use you know you want well, you yeah, i mean even everything if, even if you i mean think about it in the most simplest form you know we i mean there's you know to go crackers and there's things packaged in this way and that way you know and it's all because of simplicity you know because we want to you know be able to feed our family in an hour and not have to you know right. go through a month worth or a week long or a day long, you know, processing of a deer or, yeah, you know, right. the process of having a garden and doing that, yeah. you know, whereas if you make it a priority and you want to leave a better impact on your environment, and this is me and if Landon's... If you put this down and yeah. focus on that, you know, you can make the world a better place. Yeah, yeah. yeah at a time, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, we, I mean, as, you know, we come from a... You know, we 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 meet a lot of different people with a lot of different backgrounds. You know, everybody's raised differently. You know, we were raised with a, 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 and I'm going. You guys aren't gonna know where I'm going with this, but like, we were raised in a family where like we got birthday presents, we got Christmas presents. So we took it upon ourselves to say like, hey, me and Landon, like, like we don't need anything for Christmas. Yeah. But like the things that we decided that we wanted were going to benefit our life, so we started asking for like a meat grinder. We started asking for yeah. uh, a dehydrator, a smoker, uh, a meat right. slicer, stuff, stuff that, like we realized, uh, like, vacuum we, sealer. Like we we realized that like it isn't all about being materialistic and having the best of the best of the best. Right. Yeah. You know, it's about getting by. You know, and, ben- and and trying to benefit others and try to impact others in some way. Yeah. Right? You know, and it's just like, we don't need stuff to make us happy. You know, we need, you know, people to be outside. And like how, how we started, you know, this, I don't, I don't know if you guys will have it, but like how we started this podcast was like, we were telling you guys, like, we didn't have a favorite team. We were always outside. You know, yeah. and part of the reason, like, why we are the way we are is because we love being outside. Like, we love being able to enjoy nature and to be able to, you know, be in small town Iowa and be able to s- smell, you know, fresh cut grass. Mm-hmm. You know, be able to you, smell. You lose that. Here. You lose it. You know, you, do. you do lose it absolutely, yeah. and that's like what we're really passionate about. Wow. Is is the outdoor it, and not just the outdoors, but being outdoors. Yeah. You anything know, you can do
0: out there. Anything
1: you can do out there. You so, know, yeah. And, and like Levi said, you know, we live in a... In a culture with so much information and everybody wants to get so much information and that's okay. You know, if you're using it, if, if you're using it to learn and to mm-hmm. better yourself, yeah. you know, and, and stuff like that, like, yeah, like n- we got rid of dish network at our house. Yeah. Or yeah. cable. We got rid of all of it and we just plug in, you know, we have a smart TV, but it's, it's a low, it's a pretty efficient system mm-hmm. and we just, Turn on YouTube and watch YouTube videos to like. Right. Yeah. Become See more how informed. we can better better inform
0: ourselves. You know. And right. Well, that's better anyways, because you're gonna get right to the point of what you wanted to watch yeah. anyways. Not. Absolutely. I mean, how long do people scroll? We do it. Get you on know, Netflix and oh, I don't want to watch that. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah. And then you end exactly. up back on the Office or something. Absolutely. <laughs> like you've seen that episode
1: and, eight times, and you know it's. then and, and and that's another thing that Landon touches on a lot. He hasn't touched on it today. Is that. In fifteen or twenty years when 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 we all have kids, are you gonna look back and say, Oh my goodness. Go look back go, oh, go you should have seen what I did back in the you day. Go seen look at my Twitter. Go look at yeah, my Twitter right. or something. Go look at my tweets. Go to look at my cool tweets. I, I went that was down, really funny. I so, went downtown right. one time and I watched this and that show, you know, or do you wanna be able to like have stories and have memories from something outside you know and everybody has stuff that's meaningful to them and for me and landon being outside is like meaningful to us you know
2: it's just crazy that's an impressive mindset to
1: have it's and it it's it's kind it's developed over time because we have it's it's, it's, we've not been this way we have not been this way our whole careers because we when we got to iowa like we're like any normal person would be like oh get so much cool gear and free gear and this Mm -hmm. and that and the other and like by the end of our time at Iowa we were tired of drinking protein shakes and wasting plastic bottles (laughs) and people don't know this but plastic bottles go to the recycling and the recycling goes to you know manufacturer and they recycle those bottles into something else that can only be used one more time yeah really it, yeah that's how it is so it's like, like a sustainability so you recycle it falling. and then it's trash Re- you recycle it and they use they use it for something else it's a and one then time that other thing use. is trash so by recycling
2: one time by recycling yeah one time you only reuse that thing one more time yep, yep. yep. and then
1: it's garbage and it's like wow. 90 some percent of plastic and so like, like for, yep. for for me and levi we'd go through ten. 10 plastic bottles at Iowa football a day. Uh-huh. You know, and it was just, you know, part of the regiment. Like, but we kind of have developed these, these thought processes. Thought processes. Yeah. Yeah. Through our entrepreneurship major, enterprise leadership, like we've learned to think like this a little bit. Yeah. And also like through our own experiences, like it's kind of shaped the, like we were, we, we figured it out like 120 guys, roughly 125 guys at Iowa football, 10 bottles a day. Average. I mean, almost av- 270 to a days day. a year. It's like 500,000 bottles wow. we would go through in a day. So my my uh, New Year's resolution this year is to not use a plastic bottle the whole the whole year. Wow. And and it it's just like to bring light to people. Like people don't understand. You know. The yeah. whole, like oh, recycling. It's good for the planet. Well, most of the stuff that you recycle can't be recycled. Yeah. You know, it honestly can't. No, it doesn't. You know, but like this can be used. Yeah forever. Yeah. You know, and it'll never degrade. Absolutely. You know, and we, our time in Iowa has allowed us to, you know, realize that we don't need stuff. No. You know, there's a difference between wanting something and needing something. Yeah. And there's a huge, huge, huge difference. And so like, we start to think like when we were first getting into hunting, it was like, what do I want? You know, I want Avian X fully flocked decoys. Right. Oh, that's how you think, everybody. But it's like, do I need them? Right. Do I need them to get by? And maybe, maybe you do need a dozen. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe you do need a dozen. But like, I've talked to many people, and I talked to one of the uh, NRCS uh, district conservationists in Muscatine, big time duck hunter down on Lake Odessa. Odessa.
0: Yeah, it's a good spot down there. His name's Drew
1: DeLing. He (laughs) says. It don't matter what decoys you got, as long as you got enough of them. <laughs> yeah. Both, yeah you know, we're, so... We're on,
0: we're on 18 right
1: now. Yeah. We're up yeah, a little absolutely. Bit, you know, and, and... You guys will get going. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You guys want to buy some holler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so that was, that was kind of our, our experience through high school. And, you know, I think life is all about learning, you know, and bettering yourself and maturing, you know, because... I'll tell you right now, we got here as freshmen and sophomores, and we we're immature. And I'll tell you to this day, we're still immature in oh, yeah. some way, shape, or form, you know. yeah.
3: But oh, as long you know, as you're trying to better yourself and, yeah. and better
1: the world around you and the people around you, and you give people the time of day, then they'll give you the time of day, you know. and It's all about, uh, you know, just treating people the way that you want to be treated. Yeah. Right. You know, and you'll get so far, you'll get so far with that, and people are so surprised that, you know, we as Iowa football player, former Iowa football players are, you know, just respectful. It's like we're normal people. Right. You know, and that gets and that gets you so far, you know. And, you know, Elon Musk says, like, what would you change about this world? He said, I just wish people were nicer to each the other. People. You know? Yeah. And, it, and it's so true. There's so much hatred going on and so much trolling and this and that yeah. and the other. It's like if you just try to make yourself better and try to influence somebody, you know, at least once, you know, Once a day, in a positive way. In a positive way, like you're you're doing, you're doing pretty, you're doing pretty good. Whether that be a smile, you know, a handshake, a nod, a head nod. You never know what somebody's going going through at any given time. Absolutely. I would go ahead.
2: I was gonna say, I would say, kind of, what's impressive about you guys is that, like, a lot of people like would say what you're saying, and you kind of go, yeah, you know, but like you guys are doing what you are saying. Yeah. You kind of. You, you talk it. the talk, but you walk the walk, which yeah, is you... kind of an important thing. Absolutely, you
1: know? absolutely, and absolutely. I don't know. It's just work, and you know, like I said, you know, it's a system of checks and balances. I was just
0: gonna say the twin thing. You it, guys live together, and like right. it's just like, and it's that think tank. I imagine you guys have
1: conversations. And <laughs> oh gosh, gosh yeah. <laughs> we, we don't. Sometimes we don't even have to have conversations, which is the scary part. Like we won't even talk to each other. Right, we'll know what like, we're like, thinking. Yeah. yeah. I'll be like, you thinking what I'm thinking? Like, we'll both be sitting at home and nobody else is there you thinking what I'm thinking. Yep, let's go do it. You know, and we'll go do it. Wow. And I said, I'll just be like, what are you thinking? And he'll tell me. I'm like, exactly. Yeah. That's, you know, that's what I was it's... thinking, you know, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, like, I, you want me to end it on my deer yeah. story? Or? Yeah, finish it with the deer story because that's probably the most recent hunting experience Unless you, you guys had have set. any other questions. How, how long has it been? An hour and a half? Yeah. Yeah, we're sitting out. Okay? Yeah, yeah, you guys are... And we really, we, can, we can do on, yeah we so. can do
2: deer season and our deer
1: story yeah. And deer story so earlier in the in the podcast I was talking about how how many how many hours I had put in a tree stand, and I up until this year my fifth year in college I had still not shot in a deer, mm-hmm. and i I was to the point of breaking like <laughs> yeah. I was just like I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deer hunt with my bow ever again. Uh-huh. I spent so many hours in a tree. I didn't look at my phone. I was just paranoid about shooting a deer and I'm like <laughs> I'm I'm done. I'm literally literally done. Uh-huh. And I I went out this year and I was like, you know, something might happen, you know, and it, right. and Talk it, yourself might, into it, it might go through. Anyways, I'm sitting in this tree stand and uh start my hunt in the morning and it's good, you know, I got a south wind which is perfect for the stand I was going to sit in, sit in and I'm sitting there and It was, like, beautiful, beautiful morning. Like, just like, you know how the air just feels totally crisp? Mm -hmm. It was textbook. It was was crisp, and it was textbook. And uh, (laughs) I was sitting there, and, you know, it gets to be about. Well, Well, before that, you know, when we're going out to sit in the stands, Landon's like, ah, you think I sit on this property? Because we got a lot more stories to tell you guys from. From hunting different properties to hunting flooded cornfields for ducks to, you know, who you name it. And how we got permission on some private land. You know, it's just crazy. All the stories we have, but that will be for another time. But and the, but the, so so Landon's like, gosh, you think I sit in that stand? I'm like, yeah, Landon. This, I think that's an this, evening stand. This, I know that's an evening uh-huh. stand because every time I go sit there in the evening, there's deer. But but I was going to hunt there all day. Uh, I was going to hunt there all day. But this piece is like full day set. It's like 100 acres, but it's like three acres of timber. So it's okay. just like okay, a little pinch point right on the Iowa River. Yeah. And I'm like, so I go and I went and you know sat in the stand. And what time of year is this?
2: This was, was it November.
1: Or? Oh, oh, this is uh, October twenty fourth. Okay. I sit in the stand in the morning, and you know, so it's starting to pick up. You know, stuff starting to pick up, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a beautiful day, like. Barely any wind, the south wind was just like trickling, barely trickling towards me. And I had this really nice view and I got in quiet and I didn't bump anything. And I get up into my stand and sit there and check my phone, check my watch, see what time it is, see what time, you know, sunrise is and you know, shoot half hour before, and it was like seven o'clock. And I hear beep, 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 beep. And I was like, and I hear boom, like I hear engine starting. I hadn't been hadn't been in the stand for like a week or so or whatnot and I look behind me and there's like this guy in a Cummins and I'm like okay, like whatever they and they were like digging a digging a quarry. Anyways I, I didn't think anything up but the beep beeping went away a little bit and then I hear boom, Broom you know and then I hear beep beep beep. Uh-huh. And I look back behind me, and this trackhoe is coming down this way <laughs> towards me. You know, Ex- excavator, <laughs> excavator, yeah. Excavator, you know, and he's coming towards me. His big backhoe, you know, and he gets set up in his spot, and he takes a, a shovel full, huge shovel full of dirt, puts it in a dump truck, puts another shovel in a dump truck, <laughs> put another, and I was watching this puts uh-huh. another shovel in the dump truck. Beep, beep, beep. And he honks <laughs> his horn, he goes beep, beep. And then Wait, the, what's up? No, and then the dump truck left. Oh, oh giving a signal. Another dump truck came in. Yeah. And they did that the whole morning. Wow. And it is so loud, you know. And I, uh-huh. I hadn't seen a deer, and I'm just like so frustrated. Like I was. Oh yeah. I was so absolutely frustrated. <laughs> and I was just like, "You're kidding me," you know. And I started thinking about, you know, just how you know, crazy that our society is and our culture is like, they're digging a quarry to get rock so they can build more stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we have like great highways and whatnot and they're Uh always need more of it. And I was just like frustrated, you know, and then this is like kind of at a, the last two years have been like a transition for me to like really be self-sustainable and, and not be so wasteful. And I was just like, I was angry and I was frustrated, you know, at society for like being like this. Yeah. You know, and it mm-hmm. was just, dig. they were just digging, you know, that's their job. They're just digging, <laughs> yeah. you know. And yeah. I sit in my stand, you know, and not even a half hour later, the field to my south. So I'm sitting in three acres of timber, three, like the field to my south. They start combining it. Really? It was beans. It was beans. Yeah. And I was just like sitting there and I'm like. You're kidding me. So I'm sandwiched. Yeah. I'm on a 3-acre piece and I'm sandwiched with dump trucks behind me and and they are combining combining beans in front of me. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like this day could not get any better. So <laughs> I got on LinkedIn. Uh-huh. Cuz I don't have any other apps on my phone. Yeah. Like and I took a picture like there was a really nice sunrise. Like I took a picture of sunrise. I got on LinkedIn and I see this article by Bruce Kittle which is George's dad. And it's it said it was uh, titled uh, um, "Zeppelin, something and a warm cup of coffee," and this article was about you know enjoying enjoying the small things you know and how you know. Y- when you pull into the driveway and there's a good song, song on, you don't shut the car off. Like you listen to the whole song or like you get into the car and it's like just a perfect song for that moment in time. It's just like, this is the attitude that I'm feeling, you know, or like it's a cold morning, you know, and you have a cup of coffee and it's just like warm in your hands, you know, and it was just like taking time to really reflect on the small things. And so that kind of gave me like, as weird as it sounded, and cheesy as it sounds, like it kind of gave me perspective. Like, a little bit of perspective. I'm, I'm so frustrated right now. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hunting deer. But, like, you know what? Like, there are so many other people who aren't out here right now and right. who didn't see that sunrise. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. didn't hear the woods, like, come alive. Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many people out there like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just beautiful, you know? And I, le- I left for lunch or whatever. And I had a class. I was in one class, so I had to go get my class. And I came back and, you know, it was just like I got in quiet again and it was immaculate, like just like a beautiful, beautiful sunset. Like the sun, sun was shining down on me really cool. And I still have the picture on my phone like
0: mm-hmm. like
1: tells the time and anything. It was like five five 5.57 or 5.56 yeah, or, or something like that. And I took a picture and it was just like still like 5 o'clock. Those guys behind me clocked out. They mm-hmm. were done working. Five so, in the evening. Evening. So you're like 12 hours into this. Uh, yeah. Like. yeah. Huh. So I, I I left for lunch and came back and I'm like, those guys left, they clocked out, right? Right. And it was just like starting to get quiet. And those guys combining left. And it was just like pe- peaceful. you know. Right, and yeah. I had remembered that article that you know I read by Bruce Kittle, just right. like taking time to really enjoy the small things. And like it was so quiet and there was... Absolutely not one single deer in in the whole site, you know. And I had seen a couple deer in the morning, and you know, like that that article that I read was just you know enjoy the small things. I saw like two deer really 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 far away, right along the edge of the river, and I'm like, you know that that makes me happy. Like that made my heart flutter just for a tick. You yeah, I was just like I saw hope. I saw something, you know. <laughs> or I or I remember in the morning I remember watching a raccoon crawl up into its tree. Yeah, and just go go to sleep there for the day, and I and I could see his tail the whole day. I could see his <laughs> tail hanging out of the tree, and I was like, you know, that article that I read by Bruce Kittle. I'm like, this is coming to fruition. Like right. this is awesome. Like this is why I do it. Right. Exactly. This is why I hunt, and this is why I, you know try to enjoy the outdoors is because this is the stuff that like you'll never forget yeah you know that's like what you what i try to soak up the most mind you he's 23 years old and hasn't harvested a deer with his bow (laughs) yeah i haven't harvested a deer with my bow you know and it was just like it's kind of crazy to tell this story now because i didn't even think of it at the time you know until i told the story i i usually tell the story of you know, just the end of my deer, my, my dear hunt. Like I don't uh-huh. tell anybody the specific details of what happened. Like early in the morning. Like I don't tell them about the dump trucks. You know. Yeah. Right. I just tell them about what where I saw my deer but if you've and lived when it came it, at, If you've lived that moment, right? Like we can connect. Right, right, Entirely, right. and I was just like, you know, I was just like, so this the sun was coming down through the trees, and I took this picture, five fifty seven, like I told you, and. Sunset, I I can't remember when sunset it was. I could look back and tell you. Six fifteen, I think, maybe. six fifteen. So we could hunt till like six forty five, yeah. roughly, you know. Yeah. And we had good we had good light, you know. We I, I still had good light and that it was just unbelievable. And it was just like there was not a single deer in sight. Like nothing. It was absolutely quiet, like it was like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I had seen like seven or eight deer in the morning, Mm -hmm. which was like surprising to me. You know, it's something else that I was really grateful for just to see deer, you know, and have encounters with deer and have encounters with fawns and stuff like that. And anyways, my phone is like at 1% Mm because I'd been hunting all day. You know, if it's a little chilly, like your phone battery dies dies fast. fast. Yeah, So my phone is at 1%, 1%. Levi and my our buddy are hunting on the, up uh, on the east side of the river. I'm on the west side of the Iowa river. Uh-huh. they are three miles down river and our buddy texts us and he says, somebody is going to kill one tonight. Somebody is going to put one down tonight. I feel it, you know, and leave, they're telling me stories about like, I said, you seen any, you know, we text back and forth, you know, that's like a thing that we yeah. do, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing. And I'm sitting there and, I texted him, I said, my phone is going to die. And I didn't say anything after that. And I like, it's starting to get a little bit dusky. Like it's starting to hit, uh-huh. you know, sunset, right at about, yeah. right about sunset. And I like, look back to my right. And I had old glasses at the time and they're not to my prescription anymore. And I like, look over and I like, see a rock, like a ketchup. I flip my head pretty fast. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Not very good of me, but I was just—I yeah. hadn't uh, seen a deer yeah. whole night. Well, you know? yeah, you're you're 23. You haven't killed one in five years. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Fundamentals are at <out> the window. <laughs> Fundamentals are horrible. Yeah. Yeah. So I like snap my head over and I like come back and then I like did a double take. I I like I hadn't seen that big ass rock before. <laughs> and I like look back and I'm like that is. I was squinting. I'm like uh-huh. I haven't seen that rock before. Like why haven't I seen that? Like I've I've tried to like you know and and then you start thinking like oh your eyes always play tricks yeah. on you you know this and that that's not what it th- you think it is and then i see this this little uh, sapling going like this just bouncing Oh yeah. and i'm like what the heck and then i see antlers yeah. you know and i see antlers and this guy was he was on a he was on a rub line and he rubs this sapling and it happened so fast he He's probably a hundred or a hundred twenty yards away. He steps out, and he starts walking right to me. But anyways, I I didn't tell you the most important part of the story. I get into my stand, and I was so I was so frustrated. You know, in the morning I'm like, oh, new life, whatever. And mm-hmm. you know, those people people were shut up. But now the wind's at my back. Like right. it's a north it's not wind. Ideal. Not, it's a north wind now. Yeah. So anything downwind to me is gonna get my wind. Yeah. Right. So any, anything I would have to shoot would be from behind me, you know, and that's where I'm going to get the best case scenario shot. And it's like probably 20 yards from me to the end of the fence line where these guys are digging the quarry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's a pretty small window. Like that's not going to happen. But anyways, this deer steps out and I'm like, look at his antlers. I'm like, at this point I hadn't shot a deer for nine years I, goodness I, gracious i swear eight or, ni- up to a decade. Eight, eight or <laughs> nine years exactly and i had put in a lot of hours yeah and, oh God. Yeah. And it was just like you know i i don't i don't regret those hours like no, i don't think anybody regrets hunting no. you know no. what i mean i don't think anybody regrets putting time you know in this uh, crazy awesome place you know yeah and i don't i didn't regret it and i like, look at his antlers and i'm like Okay, like I'm I'm gonna shoot I'm gonna shoot that deer. And I, I had in my mind like I was gonna pretty much shoot anything that was, you know, a yearling, you know, and not a fawn Yeah. You yeah. know. I was gonna shoot anything just to put some meat in the freezer so we didn't have to buy beef. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And anyways, this deer steps out, he gets done rubbing that sapling and he comes like pretty freaking fast. Like he was right behind me. Oh yeah. And he's coming down this fence line on this rub line. You know, and pretty fast, and I'm like looking. I'm like, I didn't look at his antlers, you know, until like. That's the, always a good the idea. Fir- the first. Because you're, you're gonna mess it up. And once I wasn't you're nervous, you know. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I had practices for, you know, I just like, I have ten years. I had ten years, I mean, <laughs> ten <laughs> years of like thinking about. I wasn't even nervous, you know. Yeah. And he comes walking behind me, and I, I, am a lefty, and the only way that you know I was gonna be able to draw around the tree is for on the left. So I draw, I draw my bow when he was behind this tree over here. And I see him walking down, down below me, and it's like ten yards. It's like easy, yeah. easy shot, you know. And I swing my bow down like this, and he goes like this. Looks at it. Uh, looks up at me. And I, I let the arrow fly, you know, and I shot him. And it was a big deer. It was. You know, big for big for yeah. a first time bow kill. Big, I mean, big for me personally. Like big for like Levi. Like big for my dad. Like yeah. it, was a, it was a nice, nice deer, you yeah. know. Because in your in your in your five years in college, when you're an athlete like Landon and I, I mean, that's the only, in my eyes, the only bad thing about football is that it happens in the fall when right. all of the yeah. hunting activities all of the in the fun Midwest stuff that we want to do is going on It's happening. So I mean, we have Thursdays off, but we have. I was manda- going to say that
0: was a Thursday because I killed a doe yep. the next night, yeah. And yep. We, we wanted to go out Thursday. Yep. Yep. We
1: have a mandatory, uh, we have a mandatory meeting at Thursday morning at ten o'clock. On game weeks and on Sundays, we have mandatory lift and meetings at noon f- At noon till the rest so of the night. So we're like trying to cram hunting into yeah. As so it's hard to hunt as could. a Division yeah. One student yeah. athlete, you know. Oh and- yeah, especially football. It's like you say because like the, your, your season is hunting season. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right. So I I, I harvested that deer. And it was you you like, texted you texted me and Cody quick. So my phone was at one percent, and it's getting colder. You know, as it's going. You know, and it's six twenty four. This is, when I te- this is when I texted him. 6.24, and I texted him. I said, my phone's going to die. I just shot one. I'll meet you back at the house.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I get down on my stand, and I was, it was right behind me. Mm-hmm. So I was going to go look for my arrow. I had to light it knock. like I was going to go look, see if I could find my arrow, see if I could find any blood. And it's like... It's really, really, really dusky, like the time of night where your eyes start playing tricks on you, like, big time, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm, like, looking, and I'm, like, I can't find blood. You know, and I'm just, like, my heart's, like, just cinched up my throat. You know, (laughs) I'm just, like, oh, no. You know, and I was, after I shot that deer, like, I was pretty proud of myself. Like, I wasn't shaking when this deer was coming up. And I didn't shake. But as soon as I shot.
0: Shaking everywhere.
1: oh, Oh, yeah. Just, like, the best feeling ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm glad you got there. Your knees are buckled. I'm glad you got that. You know, and, and I had I had, had that feeling, you know, muzzleloader hunting. But I, Yeah, years ago. Right. But I really, really enjoy, and I like the aspect of bow hunting. Oh, as well. You know? And I, I really, you know, like, you know, ethical killing of animals and stuff. And this is, like, stick and string, you know? This is to a T, yeah. you know? How they used to do it back in the day. The only right. way they used yeah. to do it. Right. Be able to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, and you know, rifle hunting is, I love hunting with my muzzle order and, and being able to, you know, shoot one bullet and like put a good shot on the animal. But this was awesome. You know, and it rejuvenated, rejuvenated my, my liking of deer hunting. And so all I asked Levi, the last two months that I've last four months yeah. after I've shot this deer, all I, all I did was watch deer hunting videos right. and I, and I had never wanted to watch them before yeah. ever yeah i'm telling you it's like lee and tiff or like juries yeah. like i did not want to watch them like Lindsay way i didn't want to watch it because i like i couldn't shoot a deer so i yeah. like, didn't want yeah. to watch it <laughs> yeah and that's that's how it was and then and then i just binged it like that's yeah. all i could do was learn more about deer hunting you know yeah right? absolutely and you know i shot that deer and then it kind of we came we came back you know i sent that text message and we came back and got the group together and we came back out and we cut its blood trail and we found blood and these guys are like Levi's like you're messing with me like they're like you shot it you know it's where it's laying you know right where it is you know and i'm like i honestly don't like <laughs> i honestly don't and i didn't look and i just left yeah you know so this was a couple hours later and we cut the blood trail and found it like 60 yards away wow but there was not much blood and not much blood you know and there was something plugging the exit hole and call fat wasn't it call or, fat plugging the exit yeah. hole and it was just like it was just like, my 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 broadhead busted off. No idea where it went. But end of, the end of my arrow was frayed like this. Wow. Like just like, and the entry wound was like right behind the shoulder blade, like perfect. And, and my and my my arrow went like this, and I shot him a hundred percent. Like he was perfect broadside. Yeah. And my arrow ricocheted off the rib and went straight right. back, right huh. through the like wow. back in front of the back flank. Yeah. Oh I'm like, really? Oh yeah. Handed like just ripped and. <laughs> you know and he was he was literally right behind me like perfect shot you know so that was awesome but anyways that was like that story you know just about you know taking time to enjoy the little things and like how we what a day oh yeah exactly and how we are not like absolutely perfect as hunters you know but there are perfect things you know while we're hunting you know oh yeah Stuff that really, really, really like gets you going. Like hearing, you know, as much as you hate squirrels, I guarantee if squirrels were gone, you would want them back.
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah. Like you would, you would miss them. <sighs> Absolutely. You know? And you would miss seeing, you know, badgers walk by and you know raccoons walk by and walk up a tree. You know, that stuff is like stuff that you cannot make up. Absolutely. Know? And then you know, after I shot my deer, we you know processed it, and dressed that's it just out. Always a really fun time you know and and then like a week later one of our other buddies what do we do bro we uh and then a week later another buddy shot one so we were processing deer for like three weeks straight you know and it was just awesome you know And by the end of it i'm like i don't want to do this until you know next year but it was it's enjoyable and you you know that is feeding you which is awesome you know and you don't have to rely on some big corporation to feed you Mm -hmm. you know and you're feeding yourself yeah we ground that one and yours into all 50 pounds of burger and kept maybe the back all straps? The ro- all the bass straps all the all the back straps all the roast Oh, we did grind pl- it all. No, we kept we grind we grind everything else except for roast and back straps. I was going to yeah. say you want to keep the back straps like this. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know, we're everything. everybody has their own opinion, you know. Yeah, and, and we you have so much deer meat in the freezer at some point like Yeah. yeah. I'll be honest with you, we have, you know, Throwing a few back straps into the gr- meat grinding pile because, I mean, they're That'd just That'd make so- a good burger. Oh, goodness oh, yeah. gracious, good yeah. Burger. And just, like... Learn got- how to process it. And then I shot a, a dough in late muzzler season just this past January. And- you guys do you guys do the ribs? Just completely... Like, we haven't done the ribs them. yet. We, we were we co- gonna... We cut them out, but we don't... We haven't We haven't cooked them yet. We're gonna try to smoke them.
0: We're gonna smoke them. Oh, yeah. But oh, who yeah. knows and how would
1: prop I mean, you'd probably have to smoke them and then braise them yeah otherwise it yeah. would be yeah you have to
0: finish off mm-hmm. really
1: tough absolutely but you know that's just made 160 brats out of it and- 160 brats wow. yeah we just at the beginning of January we made those brats up and just it's a it's a just a learning process yeah and that was
0: a, that was a heck of a story that's a good journey Like really absolutely. capped for you there yeah. at the end and, all and there's so many and- other
1: stories you know and you know this and, and so many other stories that just you know mean so much to you and stuff that you would never do again and stuff that you know you still do to oh, this yeah. day yeah and just you know, so many of the experiences that we've had is just like started to mold into who we want to be, you know. Mm-hmm. And just keep every single day, like keep you know telling people about conservation and 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 it not not being so hard headed about you know why I'm a hunter. You know, force my hunting upon you. Just like yeah. tell them tell them why we do it. Mm-hmm. Why 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 do we hunt? You know, camaraderie. Food, you know, yes yeah, self-sustainable. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's so many different reasons that go into it that people don't understand. You well, know? you're also buying a, you know, a thirty dollars license every year, a thirty dollars duck stamp, a thirty dollars, oh, a thirty dollars yeah. turkey tag, and all of that money is that to support these animals. Is to yeah, support yeah. You know? yeah. The, that's that's the, the thing, thing that doesn't sort, get talked about. Absolutely, you know, it's all to support kickback, wild lands. I
0: mean. It's like I love a bike trail too, but no one's paying the, the fee yeah. to ride it. It's, Absolutely, I mean, all right. that money is hunting money. Absolutely. That, that's what drives the whole thing, you know. Absolutely. So yeah, we, it's a shame when it gets attacked, but
1: yep. and 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 we're kind of later onset hunters. Like our dad didn't force it upon us and like we told you, like, we barely hunted in high school. Like we trapped and we enjoyed trapping. Yeah. And we and we hunted deer. But like just yeah. since we've been to college. Well, it's just like,
0: so hard with, with time.
1: Right. You use. Being from a small school, we were in everything, and we wanted to, you know, do those things, you know, but we also wanted to hunt because, like, our dad had hunted, and and we really liked deer meat, you know. That was, like, that we, we loved when dad made deer stew. Yeah. You know, that was, like, the staple. That's, like, our favorite meal that our dad cooked for us, you know. and. Right. And we didn't know like how involved we were gonna get in college, and if anybody at college hunted and stuff. And but yeah, we we just we're normal guys, and we we love talking to, talking talking to people, and we love hunting. And we love being. I'm telling you, we love being outside. Yeah. You know, and we love and we love trying to you know echo the message to everybody else. Cause yeah. I don't. I mean, the number of hunters in this nation is not good. No. Not, I know that's you know in yeah, the that's... in the '90s like, it was. A lot more than yeah. it is now. Yeah, it's, scary. it's kind of scary. Yeah, it's scary how how, it how how there's not that many of them. Yeah, you know.
0: Well, it's just like we talked about, like with your grandpa's CRP getting taken out and stuff. Yeah. Like that kind of stuff is scary too. And and and,
1: and you know, since we've been in college, you know, there has been a resurgence. Yeah, like
0: well, the conversations being had. Right, yeah. because
1: when we left when we left Mobile, there was no CRP. I'm telling you, there was none. Really. Mm-hmm. And w- now when we go back there, there's there's great places to hunt like birds there's a plethora of birds mm-hmm. you know it's just yeah. the weather yeah, if you can to get see. to them you yeah. know yeah and just the past couple years you know we've started to get into pheasant hunting too and you yeah. know we just in the past couple years like we've seen a resurgence you know in the number of birds which is incredible you know and more people are you know aware of grander scheme yeah. things you know you're not just and you're not just providing, you know Habitat, habitat for, for these b- one bird for you deer know. or pheasants, no. you know, you're providing habitat for quail and cottontails and songbirds yeah. and bees. Bees bogs. and you yeah. name it, you know. It's a it's an ecosystem and Yeah,
0: it certainly is.
1: Absolutely. And I
0: think like that's just like once you're on like once you're in a college town and like you're on campus, it's weird you don't
1: see Oh yeah. As much, like, you're,
0: oh, you're, you're on concrete you all the time. You can't even see the stars absolutely.
1: in this Yeah, exactly. No, no. <laughs> no, absolutely. It's crazy. Absolutely. It's re- rejuvenating once you get back out oh, there. Oh, it's incredible. Is, yeah.
0: Like, you go on the cam bus with, you know, yeah. shoulder to shoulder, and you <laughs> yep. see Makes brick you want- walls all the time. It's Yo, like, yeah. man. Makes you want to
1: keep going back out. Yeah,
0: it certainly does. It certainly does. Anyways, though, I mean, that was... Yeah, we can wrap it up that here. That was incredible, but we, is, we appreciate you guys yeah, coming
1: is Yeah, it awesome. Thanks for having us, guys. So, yeah. I'm sure, we'll probably be back on again. We'll probably strange. stay yeah. around in the area, and we got a lot more stories to tell. Yeah. If, yeah. if you guys, are, if you guys are willing to listen. Oh,
0: it was it was awesome. So, <laughs> uh, like I say, we appreciate it, and get you guys out of here. Go.